This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, July 22nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, authorities say five people were hurt and several cars were vandalized when three unruly swimmers became violent after being told to leave a Philadelphia pool. The incident happened Thursday afternoon at the McVeigh Playground Rec Center on the 400 block of East Ontario Street, according to police. Investigators say staff members repeatedly asked three female swimmers to leave for unruly behavior, but they refused and became hostile. The swimmers continued to sit at the end of the pool and threatened staff members members, police say. The staff closed the pool then, and all other swimmers left without an issue, according to police. The female swimmers then followed the pool employees into the rec center, uh, where police say two of them started swinging their arms at staff members who were trying to block them. When you guys were lifeguards, did they give you pistols? Uh, no, but no. you know, at, at swim clubs, I didn't have to worry about that because we had the manager. Uh, all right. But when I started working apartment pools, that's where I was, the lifeguard and the manager. Okay. And, I, and, you had, and like, yeah, I remember having an incident at this pool in Norristown. Oh my god! Did you eject people? Wait, did, you, did you go? Did you get moved from pool to pool? Like, was that part of the job? Or yeah. like when I was doing, flew into uh, town looking for some pool work. Two different summers. One summer I was basically parked at one place, but then the other summer I was kind of all over oh, the place. Yeah. There were a couple of places around the corner from here that I worked at. There was one in Norristown. Oh. There was one in uh, uh, in Oaks that I would work at. Like, I would go all over the place. So one in Springfield. But this one in particular, I had to kick this kid out. He's bigger than me. Did he get physical? No, but it could have. Yeah. It could have. No, absolutely. But I mean, you, there's not a lot of staff there at a pool, right? I was the only yeah, one. Yeah. I was uh, the only person. Steve, I worked for um, the Bucks County Parks and Recreation. Like, our pool was part of um, okay. the county rec. So we had park rangers. So if anything, oh, really? if anything happened, oh, yeah, we that's... called the park rangers, and they would come right wow. over. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you should have had yourself a few park rangers case. would have been right here, yeah. So staff were able to get the combatants out of the building, at uh, which point police say they then vandalized three parked cars. Uh, in the middle of the chaos, police say two unknown men entered the rec center building and took an employee's bag, which was later recovered. Police say five people between the ages of 17 and 63 were hurt during the incident, but none of the injuries appeared to be serious. The public pool is a place where you go to have fun and urinate. And that's uh, <laughs> when you lose sight urinate. of that. Oh, Steve, you know what? We could probably talk about this later, but there was on, um, you know, like I'm on those Facebook sites, yes, like yeah. women chat sites on Facebook, right. and um, a woman posted something about, uh, you know, telling her daughter that she can pee in the pool, and the, the kid was little, and the kid announced it at the oh pool that she was wow. peeing in I'm the pool. Peeing. Yeah, and she was like, hey, she wrote something <laughs> on this Facebook site, and she was like, just curious, like, what's the message you give to your kids? Because, like, I tell them they can pee in the pool, and people went, like, crazy. Ballistic, oh, yeah. my God, people went nuts, and they were like, what? No, you can't tell them that. Like, <laughs> it's uh, kind of don't ask, don't tell, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, I don't pee in the pool. Of course. Yeah. So the damage to the three parked cars included a broken windshield, a dent on the roof, and scratches. Authorities said that the females all left uh, the area before police arrived. No arrests were reported immediately following the incident. President Joe Biden tested positive for COVID-19 for the first time Thursday morning, the White House said. Biden, who is 79 years old, has very mild symptoms and is taking Paxlovid, the White House press secretary said. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Steve, <laughs> Biden is experiencing experiencing a runny nose, a dry cough, and fatigue. Yeah. The president felt totally normal during the day Wednesday, but symptoms started Wednesday evening. We need a Gary Lauer oh. uh, cough. That's... 
Dry cough. Dry. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Biden tweeted that he's doing great and keeping busy. An update will be provided every day as Biden continues to carry out his full duties of the office while in isolation at the White House. Biden is fully vaccinated and received two boosters, his second booster shot on March 30th. First Lady Jill Biden tested negative Thursday morning in Detroit and will keep her full schedule in Michigan and Georgia through the day, her office said. She will continue to follow CDC guidance with masking and distancing, uh, her office said. Kate McClure hid her face from cameras outside of federal court in Camden Thursday after her sentencing for her role in the GoFundMe scheme that scammed donations from thousands of people. She asked the judge for leniency and no prison time, but he sentenced her to 12 months and one day in prison, followed by three years of un, uh, three years of supervised release and restitution to pay back her portion of the $401,000 owed to GoFundMe. It's a lighter sentence than her ex-boyfriend Mark D'Amico received because prosecutors say she cooperated with investigators and agreed to testify against D'Amico if he went to trial. Mark- I wonder if there's any hope of those two, if they can rekindle. <laughs> if they can work it out. Uh, D'Amico was sentenced to 27 months in prison earlier this year. Uh, this all started in late 2017 when McClure and then-boyfriend Mark D'Amico started a GoFundMe for homeless veteran Johnny Bobbitt, claiming Bobbitt gave McClure his last $20 when she ran out of gas. The made-up story went viral, and 14,000 people donated more than $400,000. The trio became the center of a Hulu documentary produced by 6ABC investigative team called No Good Deed, a crowdfunding holiday heist. The documentary featured interviews with D'Amico, McClure, and Bobbitt before the world found out the truth. Uh, the truth began to emerge after after uh, Bobbitt sued the couple, accusing them of keeping the money for themselves. Court documents show almost none of the story was true. Still, the couple spent large chunks of money in a matter of months on lavish casino trips and a BMW. McClure's attorney said that she was in an abusive relationship and called D'Amico a master manipulator. McClure apologized in court, saying, I had every intention of helping Johnny, and I never had any intentions of letting it get as far as it did. McClure and D'Amico are scheduled to be sentenced on state charges on August 5th in Burlington County. Reading up on and and rekindling myself with this story this morning, I, I think it did kind of start off with good intentions. Like they they do they initially wanted to just help this guy out, raise some money, so they made up that story about the gas. Was it? And then it started. That's what I was reading. And yeah. then it got away from them. And then it got big. Yeah. And. They got greedy. Yeah, I don't. Oh, there've yeah. been so many, like even in the Hulu documentary, which I watched. There've been a couple of different takes on this, and and there was at least a couple of them that have Bobbit coming forward with these guys saying, "Here's something we can do." Oh, really? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't I, mean you know, I don't know. I just they lied it, about the initial thing. And it's so. a feel good story. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> it's like and my friends. What ju- that's what the judge. Sorry, case. That's what no. the judge said too to her. Like because she apologized. She said I wasn't the mastermind behind this. And the judge said, Yeah, but you knew. You knew. But the, when yeah. it's t- you know from the start of it until the end of it, what was going on, and you didn't do anything to and stop Kathy, it. Kathy, it's right. the juxtaposition of knowing you had this guy who's all like drugged mm-hmm. out, and then you see shots of them, and there was up on the screen here in the studio. With the helicopter headsets on, flying through the Grand Canyon, and, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. taking these the trips, and then the tuxedos and the fireworks. Well, and he had a gambling addiction. Right, and he's there going, wait a second, I'm living in an RV in your driveway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Johnny Bobbitt is scheduled to be sentenced in federal court on August 23rd, and then McClure and D'Amico, they'll be in state, uh, in Burlington County on August 5th. So I wonder if she'll be eligible for earlier 
release, I don't know what right? she got yeah. this year, and, and they still have to be sentenced on the state charges. So, oh, like, that's right. Okay. She's maybe looking at more time than a year. But it's all good. They have a briefcase full of IOUs. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. You're going to want to hang call. on to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's as good as good. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> Sacks are yummy. The Phillies return to action tonight as they open up a weekend series at home against the Chicago Cubs. As the Phillies begin the second half of the season, they're in third place in the National League East with a record of 49 and 43. They're six games behind the Atlanta Braves and eight and a half games behind New York, uh, and also tied the New York Mets and also tied uh, with the St. Louis Cardinals for third place in the wild card spot in the National League. Kyle Gibson will get the start tonight. First pitch is scheduled for 7:05. In football news, Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray agreed to a five-year extension worth 230.5 million dollars. <laughs> the deal makes him one of NFL's highest-paid quarterbacks. Murray will make $105 million fully guaranteed upon signing the deal, and the average annual value is $46.1 million, which is the second highest in the NFL behind Packers star quarterback Aaron Rodgers. The only deal in NFL history with more guaranteed money than Murray is Deshaun Watson's $230 million with the Browns. And the Philadelphia 76ers are proposing uh, building, a build, building a brand new arena in Center City, moving it from South Philadelphia to the fashion districts. Uh, it's called 76th Place at Market Street. The team uh, launched a website, 76place.com, Thursday, explaining the proposal. The team's lease at the Wells Fargo Center is up in 2031. According to the project team, the construction would create $1.9 billion of economic output and 9,000 jobs. Construction is anticipated to start in 2027, the organization says, with completion in time for the 2031-32 NBA season. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. The end of the week in sight as we land on a Friday morning with things for you, friends. We have our Word of the Week prize. We have the uh, VIP tickets uh, to attend all three fish concerts on the beach in Atlantic City, August 5th, 6th, and 7th. And it comes with all the accoutrement. There's all kinds of great things that you get from the VIP pack. I mean, it's a lot of stuff. A lot of perks they're providing for those fish goers. It's a great weekend. Yeah. All right, we also have uh, our old friend Rich Voss, who's going to be on the program. He is performing at Punchline uh, tonight and Saturday, so we'll check in with Rich in the 8 o'clock hour. And we have some uh, friends stopping by as well from Burgers by Wild Witch. And uh-huh. they're in Wilmington. They've been here before, and they're going to give some uh, giveaways for us to hand out to you. So we'll have your opportunity to win $50 gift cards. And you want some great burgers, man? They can take care of that for you. So we'll get some goodies. You'll get some goodies. Everybody wins. It's a wonderful way uh, to end the work week. So this is happening, and I know we have uh, other prizes yeah, to give Yeah, you away. know what? I want to get rid of this now. I want to make sure that uh, right. Let's do this right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, tonight. Yeah, Don Myrera is playing tonight, and he will be at Live Casino and Hotel in Philadelphia. You have to be at least 21 years or older, and if you're calling number 16... Hmm. You'll get a pair of tickets to go see Dom, so why not? Take a start at just uh, 30 bucks. The show is at 8 o'clock. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. But 16th caller, we will give you those tickets right now. So go ahead and give us a buzz. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. The Entertainment Report, the Super Question. Those things are right around the corner. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, stupid question this morning. Oh, by the way, somebody corrected me. It says, uh, uh, wrong, Preston. It's not Friday. It's Friday. Friday. So, fr- right. happy Friday to yeah. all of you. Stupid question. <laughs> We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Hot Wheels Monster Trucks live at Wells Fargo Center on Saturday, July 31st. So, a week from tomorrow. Question that I have is this. Where... Was the first Hard Rock Cafe established? Two one five two six three WMMR. I really didn't know this. Where was the first Hard Rock Cafe? Let's see if you know. Two one five two six three WMMR. Hired Rock. Uh, <laughs> let's go through some birthdays, and the list is voluminous today. There are a lot interesting of big names celebrating birthdays today on July twenty second. We'll start with John Leguizamo. A guy who we've actually had play crack shot here in the studio with yeah. us. Yeah, that's right. What a talent. Not too big a star to play crack shot with us. How cool is that? Uh, super nice guy, super talented guy. He is uh, 62 years old today. Uh, it's also David Spade's birthday today. Uh, David Spade turns 58 years old. He, uh, yeah, he's he works constantly. Obviously, Adam Sandler always looks out for him and puts him in the, in movies. But yeah. he's uh, does he still have that residency in Vegas case? I don't know. Yeah. Mm, um, well, he's doing like uh, video podcasts and stuff like right, that. Right, right, yeah. yeah. And uh, Bachelor, Bachelorette stuff. He's, he's doing that. that right? He's one of the rotating yeah. uh, hosts. For, uh, I think, Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. He's doing an SNL podcast with Dana Carvey. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's it's perfect. actually, yeah. Uh, yeah so they, and they, they look they, alike. They do. <laughs> they actually do, yeah. I didn't realize how much more successful Dana Carvey is than David Spade. How much more successful yeah. he is? The way they talk about it, David, Dana Carvey is like a more polished Hollywood actor, and David Spade is like still doing stand-up. And David uh, Spade's like, in a lot of movies. Yeah, but yeah. you'd be surprised, just the way that you, I don't know. Yeah, just, I would I be listened to a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Uh, your brain has the shell on it. Uh, David is fifty-eight today. Uh, Willem Dafoe, William Dafoe. Yeah. Uh, is 67 years old. Just watching today. him last night in the Spider Man uh, uh, No Way Home. Oh, man. Great. So great. Great. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's he manages. Here's a guy who can play that character without any makeup. Yeah. Uh, but when he. There's. Uh, a Togo case, the dog movie. Oh, my God. On, on Disney. If you have not watched it, you need to watch it. William Dufoe is wonderful in it. What's the movie where he's dressed up as a woman for a moment and it's just terrible? It's Togo. No, no. No, is that... Uh, yeah, what was oh, that? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, uh, William, Willem Dafoe is uh, 67 today. Uh, the great Albert Brooks yes. has a birthday today. If you've never watched Defending Your Life... It's a great movie. Watch it. Him, Meryl Streep. Like, it's it's really, really great. And it, I don't know, Steve, I, I know you're a it's fan. One, I'm a fan. It's one of my lesser Albert Brooks movies. I think really? it's sweet. I think it's cute. Oh. But I, I love uh, Lost in America. I think that's the pinnacle for him. It's just fantastic. Uh, he turns 75 years old today. 
It's also Danny Glover's birthday today. Oh, get too old for this. Yeah, the uh, Lethal Weapon movies. My birthday. He's great. Uh, you talk about a great performance, man. Watch the color purple. If you if you have never if that movie has passed you by, that is a powerful film. He plays the same character. A lot of people don't know that in Predator Two. Oh, yeah. At the yes. Co- <laughs> They, uh, yeah. He plays Mr. in that? I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, I, he's just, uh, he's a really great actor. He is, yep. Uh, he's 76 years old today. Uh, Louise Fletcher, who had an incredible role in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest as Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. Uh, and, Oscar winner. Uh, for that for I that believe role. she won the Oscar for that role. Yeah. Amazing in it. She's 88 years old today. Uh, the great Don Henley has a birthday. Yeah. And he turns 75 today. Man, um, I saw the show when it was in town, the Hotel California. Oh, you show. did? That's oh, right. Oh, my God. It was so good. And it, there Who's are, doing the Glenn Fry stuff? Uh, uh, Vince Gill yep. was in the band, and then there was another a newer guitarist, Danny Glover. Uh, Danny Glover. It was on drums uh, when Don Henley would sing. Um, no, it, he just—it was such a spot-on, terrific show. Uh, they did the whole record, and then they went into a bunch of hits. And Joe Walsh was Joe Walsh. That's and, awesome. And Don Henley sounded really good. Let me ask you this: So I saw them. The only time I ever saw them was the Hell Freezes Over tour when they finally got back together. Yeah, yeah. And they not only did an evening of Eagles songs, but you have a whole host of solo material. Yeah. yeah. Did they? They still cover any of that? They do, although okay. um, more Joe Walsh material than uh, Don Henley material. No way. Yeah, so they did, maybe they did Boys of Summer. I don't quite remember the entire set list, but they did a few like uh, they did like Rocky Mountain Way and some Joe Walsh solo stuff. Uh, Funk Forty Nine, yeah, stuff, exactly. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, well, they certainly have a lot to choose from. Uh, Don Henley turned oh, 75. And you today. guys both, thank you, turned me on to that Eagles documentary, which oh. is one of the coolest movies I've, about a rock band I've ever seen. I yeah, watched it's so good yeah. parts of it. You know, at least once a year. It's, it's, it's just it's long, yeah. but it's fantastic. Yeah, I should go down that uh, that path again. That eagle hole. <laughs> um, George Clinton, the Godfather of P Funk, leader of Parliament Funkadelic. If there's any one entertainer, I model my style after. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen them live. Oh, before. have you? That's oh. got to be wild. Back in uh, probably it was like ninety seven, ninety eight. My friends from college were like, "Yo, we're going to go see Guster," and I was like, "Ah." You know, they're like, we're yeah. going to go see Guster over at uh, the Electric Factory. And I was like, nah. And they're like, yeah, they're opening up for George Clinton. I was like, I'll go see George Clinton. I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to go see the bongo band. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> and Guster turned out to be a fun band, too. But the, uh, these guys put on a show. The great George Clinton is 81 today. Uh, actor Reese Ifans, uh, who you know from several movies. In uh, Notting Hill, he was Spike, the goofy roommate. Yeah, In yeah. The Replacements, he was the place kicker. Uh, in Little Nicky, he's one of the the demon. He's one of the devil's sons. Uh, he's popped up in all kinds of stuff. Spider Man too. In Spider Man No Way he, Home, he's, you're right. Lizard, lizard boy, yeah, lizard the, the alligator dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> lizard boy, the alligator yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, 55 today. Uh, Emily Sailor, singer in the band The Indigo Girls. I love The Indigo Girls. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I forgot about this song. Great harmonies. And Galileo is one of those that ranks way, way, way up there high on my list all the time. Definitely on my uh, on my Sony Walkman. Uh, she is 59 today. Uh, the lovely Selena Gomez uh, is a big one for her. She's 30 years old today. Only deaths in the uh, 
uh, in the building. Murders. Building, uh, murders in the building, in the building. Uh, season two. Uh, love it. Awesome. Is there a new episode dropping today? There was a, no. It came out on Tuesday. <clears throat> Steve, okay. for whatever reason, I always they, watch them on Friday. I know, right? <laughs> uh, they come out on Tuesdays, but uh, they explore her relationship that has developed this season, which is uh, a, a wrinkle. Yeah. And uh, and she's great in the show. All right, excellent. Well, she turns thirty today, and finally, it is Prince George. Of Cambridge's oh, birthday he did today. My face. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Wow. Hey. That's what he did. He's a little rascal. Uh, birthday. A little rascal. Yeah. He thought he did my face. Oh, man. <laughs> little rascal. He's nine years old today. So happy birthday! All right. We'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. And where uh, would you find the first Hard Rock Cafe? Two one five two six three WMMR. We will go to Matt K. His last name starts with a K. Hi, Matt. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Good, Matt. Where would you find the first Hard Rock Cafe? That would be London, England. In Piccadilly, more specifically. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I didn't either, Matt. Hang on. Got you a four-pack of tickets for the Hot Wheels Monster Trucks live at Wells Fargo Center Sunday, July 31st at 2.30 p.m., and uh, where the hell did I go? Oh, yeah, tickets for the July 30th and 31st shows are available at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Do you think there are any Indigo Girls items at uh, the Hard Somewhere. Rock? Yeah, in one of the Hard Rock cafes. I'll bet there is. There's plenty of them. All right, uh, we're going to dive right into this. Two, nearly uh, two months after a Virginia jury ruled in favor of Johnny Depp, Amber Heard has officially informed the court that she plans to appeal the verdict. Uh, Heard has not yet paid the $8.3 million bond required in order to conduct the appeal. While the full amount will be required down the line, the actress was only required to pay $500 to begin the process on Thursday. A spokesperson for Heard said, We believe the court made errors that prevented a just and fair verdict consistent with the First Amendment. So it's a reasonable payment plan, 500 up front and then $8.3 million. Yep. Uh, we are therefore appealing the verdict while we realize today's filing will ignite the Twitter bonfires. There are steps we need to take to ensure both fairness and justice. So they are going to appeal and no or big, no big surprise. People never going to stop. People always appeal. Uh, in May, uh, SNL marked the end of an era by bidding goodbye to four of his castmates, including fan favorite Kate McKinnon. And for the first time since her exit, uh, she revealed the reason that she left the show after 11 successful seasons on Thursday's segment with Live with Kelly and Ryan. Uh, she said that it was not an easy decision to make. Uh, she had been nominated for multiple Emmy Awards for her work on the show, winning twice. And she had said it was very, very hard about making the decision. All I ever wanted to do my whole life was to be on Saturday Night Live. But when it came down to it, McKinnon said a decade of work just took a lot out of her physically and mentally. She said, I loved it. I had the best decade. And then I was just, my body was tired. And she I was felt, spent. Felt like it was time. So, yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. She's doing movies. She's doing a fair yeah. amount of movies. While she stands by her decision to step away when it felt right for her, McKinnon said that she still can't bring herself to tune into the show on Saturday nights because of the memories that it brings back. She said, it's just too emo because I miss everyone so much. Uh, she called her SNL co-stars her other family. Huh. So, okay, yeah. But she was tired. Yeah. And, and it happens. You get it can grind out. you down, especially yeah. if you are doing movies, and she was doing a number of them. But it, it does have to be weird you're, you've made it. You're on SNL. And yeah. to walk away, I don't care how successful everything on the horizon is, that's like a given, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's a big deal when yeah. you step away from that that guaranteed, you know, uh, great gig yeah. and, and doing well. So uh, Jane Fonda 
thinks that people should embrace aging, and she can list the reasons why. Uh, she told Entertainment Tonight. Shut up, Jane Fonda. Uh, <laughs> she told Entertainment Tonight recently. I know this sounds strange, but it's great to get older. I mean, obviously, it beats the alternative, which is to die. Uh, she said it's so hard to be young. I mean, it's always been hard to be young. It's even hard. Uh, it's even more hard now. It's, it's harder. Like, it's all like, who am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do? What kind of a job am I supposed to have? Where am I supposed to go in my life? Why am I even here? Why? Who should be my friends? But the 84-year-old also thinks that sex gets better with age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to be my regular Sunday night thing, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, she said, women, I tend to think, uh, I think tend to get better because they lose their fear of saying what they need, you know? Uh, we go through, uh, we waste way too much time not wanting to say, wait a minute, hold it, hold it, hold it. No, slow down. Oh, and, yeah. and a little to the left. <laughs> you know, we don't. We don't want to do that, she said. On Anywhere in the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just get it somewhere yeah. near there. You just made love to my lower belly, but who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to her gunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her slunt, yeah, her pajamic. Uh, but uh, when we get older, she said, it's like, no, I know what I want. Give me what I want. So she says there are advantages to being older and, and sex. So she's hit the stage now. I think she's had a new uh, wave, Kathy, of cosmetic surgery done. Because yeah. if you look at her now in this picture, yep. she does not look like Jane Fonda. Yeah. yeah. She looks like Roy Orbison. The- <laughs> Walking down the street. Uh, Coming know, from the woman saying you should age gracefully. Yeah. Well, she didn't say that. Uh, she just she said say? aging is Ag- okay. Aging yeah. is okay. Get, getting yeah. older is, is okay. But um, just get as much plastic surgery as possible and have great sex. We're looking at her, and you can always tell by the uh, the lips. Yes. The cheeks and the eyes. Everything's yeah. sort of uh, dead. Yeah. But uh, it, otherwise, she's in great shape. The yeah. eyes kill. Me. Like I can almost handle the Botox and like somewhat of the lips, but, like, when the eyes start to do that and, like, they just don't, like, close all the way sometimes. Yeah. Just, I think they should close, much. right? Yeah, I think like that your eyes s- have to close. You gotta close them every now and then. It looks odd. Unless you use those eye drops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan Wolf, who was the minister who wed Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck at a little white wedding chapel in Las Vegas. I'm so nervous. Shared his opinion with people on whether he thinks the couple will make it. Huh. And he said, I've done probably 10,000 weddings now, and by this point in my life, uh, I get a feel of couples. I can really tell that it was real, he said. Ah. After seeing them and the love that they have for each other, I 100% believe that they will last. They will make it. And he was dressed as a transformer when he did this, right? He said, I believe they found Optimus Prime. their soulmates. I really do believe they're meant for each other. By the way, what is the edict now on the, um, uh, has that moratorium gone into effect at the Elvis chapels yet? In vi- uh, whether or not you can be Elvis? Right. I don't know if that's law yet or right. not, but they did say that. Going back to the Transformers thing. <laughs> uh, on YouTube, you can pull up, have you ever watched the videos of the Transformers at Universal Studios? Yes, I love it. Uh, they're very funny. Uh, the I've comedy seen, is great. Oh, well, I haven't seen those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I've they, just seen, like, kids, like, awestruck. Oh, no, they, uh, watch watch a few of the videos. Okay. And, and so there's there's a live actor. Right, uh, right. That, that's providing the voice. I don't know if they're actually in the suit or not. I think they might be. But they, they have some really funny lines. Oh, that, that's that great. They, they, they work the crowd. 
And uh, they do it, of course, with the voice like right. this. And uh, it's worth checking out. It's it's the pretty funny. Costumes are awesome. Oh, they're by incredible. The way. Yeah. I, I really, I've been to Universal a couple times, and, and if I do stumble across when they're doing that out front of the Transformers ride, I have to stop and watch for a while because <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. All right, but anyhow, that's a little we YouTube. We digress. A little YouTube hole you can fall down. Uh, Chelsea Handler explained why she and Joe Coy went their separate ways. Uh, she said in an interview, it's nice to bend for people. Didn't he fart in her face? I mean, oh, he may have wow. farted in her face. He farted in my face. No, she said, it's nice to bend for people. <laughs> it's nice to learn how to compromise. It's nice to learn how to demonstrate my love publicly. I believe Joe needed that. I was so inspired by us, but huh. Joe didn't crack me open. My psychiatrist cracked Joe, me open. I love you. And then I was open, and then I was able to bend for somebody. The hell is she talking about? I don't know. Uh, uh, is she talking about anal? She said, it sounds like it, right? Be. Yeah, here. just Crack it open. You crack me open. Split me in half here. <laughs> she says, but uh, you can't change somebody intrinsically. Uh, she shared okay. that she was willing to do so much bending before reaching a line, and she added, I'm proud of myself because I didn't let myself cross the line. I, she's still being very cryptic. I think what she's saying is they they got along fabulously well, but there's still a part of herself she doesn't turn over, that she keeps for herself. If I'm reading her right, everything, most everything was in place, but not everything that she wants. Mm. And so she didn't want to um, go that distance. Let me read this again. It's nice to bend for people. It's nice to learn how to compromise. It's nice to learn how to demonstrate my love publicly. I believe Joe needed that. I was so inspired by us, but Joe didn't crack me open. Uh, he didn't go back door. No. Uh, yeah. My, my psychiatrist. My psychiatrist <laughs> and he tried, man. He was pounding away. Cracked me open. And then I was open, and then I was able to bend for somebody, but you can't change somebody intrinsically. So she's talking about herself. Yeah, she's she about herself. I don't okay. think she can be with somebody. Like I, think It may that, very well be yeah. that way. She can be with somebody for a little bit, but then after a while, she's like, I just... I'll tell you what, though, Casey, yeah. if you, you read that Instagram, mm -hmm. um, uh, that dissertation she wrote on why, why he's so fantastic, I, I know, you have to right? read that and go, why aren't you giving this another shot? But I guess some people, they they, they fall deeply, yeah. and then they... Get bored. Get bored, I for think lack so. of a better uh, reference, yes. Sometimes they... I, I've, I've known people like this throughout Me my too. life. They're all in. This is the... Oh, my soulmate. It's like, whoa. I know. I know. Let it breathe. Yeah, exactly. But but it might just be, I mean, character flaw might be the wrong terminology, right. but it might just be, like she was saying, intrinsically. Something right. But she was willing to give happened. it a shot and like, Until you know. he farted in her face. Until he farted in her. And then she starts. He farted in my face. Speaking with an accent. I'm like, you're not British. That's not you. In my face. That is not you. Sometimes you're so traumatized, you speak with a dialect that you don't have initially. Don't but she is, you know, like, uh, know thyself, right? Right. Uh, rest in peace, Socrates. Uh, so she is aware of who she is intrinsically. She says it there. Right. She tried to give it a go, and she's like, nah. Okay. I always wonder if there's a deal breaker. Like, I mean, probably not with these guys, but like if, if one of them wanted kids and the other one didn't. That's you know? yeah. often a deal breaker. Yeah. yeah. Or if one uh, of them farted in one of them's you know? face. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's farted in my face. For some deal breaker. People, yeah, yeah, he has totally, kid. totally fine. Crosses yeah. the line for some and for others. <laughs> It's fine. All right. Uh, I have some other stories to get to. You're well, aging out of this, kid. We're moving along. Uh, the show, American Pickers. I haven't watched in a while, but I love that show. Uh, the Garbage Guys, right? Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, right. they, they, um, yeah, they pick through collectibles and right, right, like yeah. that. So um, Frank Fritz, he is the uh, the shorter guy with the beard. Right. Bald beard mustache. 
Uh, he's in the hospital. He had a stroke. What? Man. Uh, his co-host Mike Wolf revealed on Thursday in an Instagram post. Uh, Mike Wolf wrote alongside a photo of Fritz smiling. Uh, saying that I've been uh, very private in the past year in regards to Frank's life and the journey that he's been on because he had left the show. Uh, there's been lots of opinions in regards to mine and Frank's friendship and the show, but now is not the time to set the record straight. Now is time to pray for my friend. He said Frank has suffered a stroke and is in the hospital. Please keep him in your heart and thoughts. So uh, the, I remember them. There was a little bit of uh, contention, right? They were um, apparently kind of warring a little bit. A little while ago, yeah, this happened. So, um, who's the? Uh, and I, I, I watch the show a few times. I do like. It's like Pawn Stars. Tell me about the thing. Stop the scripted, produced bullcrap that you're doing, mm-hmm. and just get down to the stuff that you're finding. These cool things. Yeah. Who's the uh, the tattooed girl? She's uh, kind Dan- of very goth. Danielle. Yeah. She's a lot of fun. She's cute. I yeah, like yeah. her. Um, so anyhow, uh, Fritz and Wolf have been open about the ups and downs of their friendship. The two previously starred in the History Channel's American Pickers, which first debuted in 2010. But last July, Fritz said that he left the show and was no longer in contact with Wolf. He said, I haven't talked to Mike in two years. Uh, he said that he knew my back was messed up, but he didn't call me up and ask how I was doing. That's just how it is. Uh, I'm sorry I was so whack. Fritz had later said that uh, he had recently checked into rehab after struggling with alcohol addiction and was later fired from American Pickers. His last appearance was in March of 2020 as he went on hiatus after undergoing back surgery before being let go. So hopefully he'll uh, he'll be okay and will recover. Sometimes you can... You can bounce back after these things. There's always time for picking. We'll see how it goes. Now, I'm not familiar with this actress, and this is unfortunate news, but uh, the film Elvis, actress and singer uh, Shanka Dukera was found dead in her Nashville apartment on Thursday. Yeah, oh. one of her two young children found her unresponsive oh, in a oh bedroom. God. This is the movie that just came out, yes? Yeah, rushed yeah. her to oh. a neighbor's. No foul play is expected. She starred as Big Mama Thornton. In the Elvis biopic, uh, the 44-year-old was a celebrated gospel singer, and her acting career was just beginning. So what the hell? Terrible news. Yeah. No word and the on movie, what it was? It says no foul play. So, uh, yeah, Kathy, right oh. now it's too early to tell. So we'll see if there's a follow-up to that. Uh, let's see. There was another thing. Oh, yeah, this is kind of fun. On Wednesday, Britney Spears posted a scene from Batman Returns with Michelle Pfeiffer to Instagram. Yeah. Saying that it was probably, quote, the hottest scene I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Uh, she went on to praise Pfeiffer, saying that she is, quote, the most charming, sexy, and alluring woman, and that she is, quote, a freaking god. Freaking god. You freaking god. You freaking god. Um, Pfeiffer returns. Uh, Pfeiffer... <laughs> Please, Catwoman. Uh, seemed honored and, and wrote, Duh. she wrote, wow, Brittany, uh, thank you for the beautiful compliment. I'm a huge fan. I think she's drinking again. Mm, might be, but uh, <laughs> yeah, she got some love from Brittany. Um, how about this? According to Entertainment Tonight, Kurt and Wyatt Russell have both joined the cast of the Apple original series focused on Godzilla and the Titans. It's pretty wild. I guess Kurt's playing Godzilla. I guess he yeah. must be. And Wyatt is playing King Kong. No, this is the first time that the father-son duo have acted together since <laughs> the 1998 film Soldier. Goldie Hawn is playing Mothra. So, yeah. I, I watched the Overboard the other day. It's available. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just so funny. He kidnaps this lady. Yeah. You know, because, listen, she was a bitch, yeah. right? But it doesn't give you the right to kidnap her and make her your... Right. What he did know? was wrong, but yeah. it ended up so right. Uh, yep. Right? Yeah. Uh, but it is a cute movie. 
It is a great I, movie. I, I, I love Overboard. I do too. I think it's a, it has a wonderful heart. I think Gary Marshall's the director of that, isn't he? Oh, I, I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. Right. All right. That's a yeah, good movie. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Um, by the way, White Russell, phenomenal and under the banner of God. Uh, heaven. Heaven. heaven, yes, you're right, absolutely. Yeah. Dude, dude is solid, solid actor. All right, and then uh, finally, one more story. Let's end with this. Hugh Jackman is entering the animated TV space. The actor has been tapped to lead the voice cast of Hulu's animated series Koala Man. From Rick and Morty co-creator Justin uh, Roiland and Michael Cusack. He doesn't have the right qualifications. Uh, Koala Man, which was ordered straight to series in March 2021, revolves around middle-aged dad Kevin and his titular not-so-secret identity, whose only superpower is a burning passion for for following rules and snuffing out petty crime in the town of Dapto. Though it may seem like any other Australian suburb, forces of evil, both cosmic and man-made, lie in wait to pounce on unsuspecting Daptonians. Did this really happen? (laughs) On a quest to clean up his hometown and often roping his frustrated family in his adventures, Koala Man stands at the ready. He'll do whatever it takes to defeat villainous masterminds, supernatural horrors, or worse, jerks who don't take their rubbish bins down on the proper day. So this is clearly uh, made for adults, and it looks kind of like a... Um, the animation is like a... Uh, I don't know, an American Dad kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Or Mike Judge or yeah, some, yeah. something along those lines. Press, so. you're, a, you're a Rick and Morty fan, are you not? No, I didn't watch Rick and Morty. I watched... Um, uh, Adventure Time? Well, yeah, I did watch Adventure Time, but that's not the one I was thinking of. Uh, Gravity Falls. Okay. Uh, which is also kind of a... It's a kid show, but there's enough adult references in there for you to really get a kick out of it. And there's a lot of comedians, famous comedians. Right, right. My brother was telling me about Rick and Morty last night. Uh, We were all out to dinner, and he was like, dude, just watch the episode, uh, the car battery episode. Okay. And he goes, and if that doesn't do it for you, then, then, uh, you know, then it's not for you. You won't get (laughs) it. But he says the car battery episode is the the litmus test for Rick and Morty. I can check that out. I've never watched any Rick and Morty. My my neither liked it, but, you know... uh, I'm, I'm game. We'll see. All right, so uh, movies are yeah. opening this oh, weekend. Wow. Movie. Movie opening this weekend. <laughs> All right, opening today, one movie, and it's called Nope. It's a horror film starring uh, Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Stephen Ewan. And the plot is caretakers at a California horse ranch encounter a mysterious force that affects human and animal behavior. Also, a guy eats a sandwich. It's a short synopsis, so I want to okay. give you <laughs> Running time is two hours and 15 minutes long. It's rated R, wide theater release only, and Rotten Tomato score gives it an 81%. All right, 81's so, good. Yeah, no, and if you watch, I love what uh, Jordan Peele does because he takes um, he takes these little things like in Us. Yeah. And in this case, Preston, um, what, if you've ever been out in the open or been out at night and you, you know... It's the same way uh, the the trees and the deep forest in Blair Witch mm-hmm. can become a thing, yeah. and the this vast vista of you know 
is that is there something behind that cloud? Yeah, what's is, out there? What's, right. what's up? What's that? Yeah. And am I seeing things? Or you know? And that's what this movie plays on. I'm I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go see it. Uh, but a friend down the hall, Pat Egan, he does uh, his movie re- reviews, and uh, I said, "Give me a three word movie review." Right. And his three words were, "It effing sucked." Oh, and, and I'm hearing I, nothing but great things about it. I know. It. Yeah. I, so I don't know if I trust his opinion on this. Okay. But I'm going to see it anyway, and I'll give my three-word movie review afterwards. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll look forward to that. We're ready for clips now. A group of talented craftsmen are thrown into the furnace in the competition show Blown Away. Oh, I watched this. In this clip, contestant Mike Shelbo compares glass blowing to a more common household activity. It was just doing research. You know, when I get hired on a cooking show, if I have to shoot something about making Swiss meringue, people have points of reference to figure out what that is. I can tell you that you're going to take some sugar and some egg whites and whisk them together in a bowl. But when it came to glass blowing, it just figure out like what is the bowl, what is the whisk, what is the action, what are the ingredients, <laughs> and it really it really comes down to not being afraid to ask questions. Shut the f- up! Blown away season three uh, premieres on Netflix today. So the, um, this show, and I have seen it a few times, case uh, anything like uh, that series about how things are made. Uh, I find sort of um, soothing. Yeah. So the process of glass blowing and seeing something come together, or someone's doing, uh, you know, making pottery or whatever, yeah. uh, I, I find that for some reason just very calming. Absolutely. Okay. Next clip. Here we go. Jordan Peele takes to the skies in his most ambitious film yet, and here he talks about his inspiration for Nope. The first notion that I latched onto when I was writing this movie was this idea of, of making a spectacle. If we can feel like we are in the presence of something other, something, if we feel like that's real, then that's just an immersive experience worthy of, of going to the movies. No pit theaters today. As we said, 81% score right now. Rock Solid. Yep. Solid, bro. All right, and there you go, bro. That's what I have for you. And no sad, bro. No sad, no, bro, too. Way, it being a fry. Fry-yay. Yep, most definitely. All right, what was the... Uh, you want uh, me to play this? Yeah, why okay. not? Danny Glover's birthday. It's his birthday. This is, is this a, from Lethal Weapon? <laughs> this is the Lethal Weapon. I actually prefer... <laughs> I want the I want the uh, saxophone oh, interlude. Right? Yeah. yeah. Why are we you doing just, this now? I don't know. Because no sad pro yeah. man. Oh, you just got the caffeine. Yep. That's why. That's why. So Steve would say that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so hey, it is indeed a Friday. No sad pro. <laughs> it's a Danny Glover tribute all day, all day long. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's gonna be the theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then sure? coming up next, the music yeah. from Predator 2. Are you sure it's not Chili Dogs? Oh, Are you man. sure Chili Dogs well, aren't the theme today? <laughs> if you didn't get to celebrate National Hot Dog Day the other day, maybe today is the day that you do Chili Dogs. Sucking on a Chili Dog. 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 <laughs> All right, uh, Rich Voss is going to be on the show today. We're not having chili dogs, but we're having burgers yeah. by Wild Witch. They will be here this morning. We'll give away $50 gift cards throughout the course of the program, so keep listening. And they're located on Concord Pike in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, so we have that and our Word of the Week prize and a bunch of other stuff to dive into. Hang in there. We'll be back in a moment. The Boss is back, baby. 
MMR rocks Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band Thursday, March 16th at Wells Fargo Center. It's one show only. MMR VIPs, we've got your shot to score tickets to the biggest show of 2023. Click contests at WMMR.com and enter for a free pair of tickets. Listen to Pierre's show this Monday at noon. They'll pick a name out of an electronic hat and give you 10 minutes to call us back to claim your tickets. If you're asleep at the wheel and miss your shot, we'll pick another name to see Bruce with MMR. Tickets on sale this Tuesday at 10 a.m. via Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. 93.3 WMMR and Bruce Springsteen. Everything that rocks. We're going to have uh, Rich Voss on the uh, program later today. And uh, we got stuff to give away. We have a... Uh, Wild Witch Burgers by Wild Witch stopping in today. You can find them in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. We'll do giveaways in conjunction with them. And I know uh, Casey said and some other things uh, that we have for your opportunity to win. Um, but you know what I want to do? What? Uh, I want to do the stream of consciousness now. Oh, all right. Oh, we're changing from the junk drawer. Well, we did it We did it yesterday, late in the, the show. Stream of consciousness now is a completely different thing. I don't like to <laughs> I don't like to jumble these things. Or well, I, uh, you know. Are you prepared? I mean, there's a lot of extra work that needs to go into becoming the stream of I, consciousness. I did now. a little bit of extra work. And I found a few things that I thought were interesting that I can just rattle off at any given time. We have a graphic for the stream of consciousness, there, don't yeah, we? Yeah, they were supposed to. Who does all those for us? He's really talented. Uh, Marissa knows, uh, is a listener, and he's done all these uh, visuals for my various alter egos. Marissa? Yeah, his name is Mike. His handle is the flickest, and uh, he tweets him at us all the time. I shared him on Instagram just the other day. Oh, it's you as Dr. Strange. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's uh, the stream of consciousness, Nur. Uh, where whatever pops in my head, I uh, will pass along to you. So we're going to start with this story. A janitor at an Indiana elementary school has gone viral because he had performed at the school Don't Stop Believing by Journey, karaoke style. And Steve Perry himself no way. has commented on it. <laughs> wow. And, That's awesome. of course, he, you know, is a guy who sang and co-wrote that song. So Richard Goodall is his name. He's 53 years old. He's from Terre Haute, Indiana. And he's a custodian. And he works for Davis Park Elementary School. Uh, he's been employed there for over 20 years. He's just, like, that guy that's always the been there. And at the end of the school year, staff and students were celebrating the fifth grade graduation. They were having a talent show. At the conclusion of the program, the teachers asked him to step up to the mic to sing. And a moment that, unbeknownst to Goodall, would wind up spreading joy across the Internet. We'll play a little bit here in just a second. Uh, But he said it was all organic. I I just plugged in Don't Stop Believing." I started singing, and that was it. Uh, The teachers know about his talent, so they always ask him to sing every year. And this year, he chose Don't Stop Believing" to inspire the kids. He said, I just wanted them to not stop believing and think that they can do whatever they want. I was watching this. I was standing right here. I could have sworn you asked me... um what I was listening to was a, a couple of weeks ago. I had because uh, we both follow. Oh God, who's Rex, the guy we like on Twitter? Rex, yes, Rex, Rex, Chapman. Rex Chapman. Chapman. Yeah, I want to say he had tweeted about this, but I, yeah, this dude has got a uh, a whole big thing on uh, on TikTok. I mean, after this this whole thing came out, yeah, uh, well, it's like a Susan Boyle moment. He, yeah. This guy steps up and just looks. You know, he's, he's, he's the janitor, and uh, and he he. Well, you'll hear, but yeah. uh, if it's enough to make Steve Perry himself be blown away. That's yeah. a pretty good accomplishment. Yeah. yeah, so here's here's the clip, and he can sing. Here yeah. we go. Just a girl. Oh, God. 
And he's, he's dressed in his janitor garb while he's doing it. Um, and uh, He threw up backstage, and he was the one who put the powder on his own vomit. Oh, good yeah. for oh, him. Oh, wow. He's a, he, he loves his job. <laughs> uh, Mariah Dennehy, a woman who works with uh, one of these special needs students, posted a video on TikTok, and while I was singing... Uh, Goodall saw Dennehy with her phone and pointed at him, and so he knew that she was either taking videos or, or photos. And the next day, while he was cleaning and waxing the school floors, Dennehy told him that she had posted the video of him on TikTok. Uh, the footage, by then, had already garnered 107,000 views. <laughs> That's so great. And he said, I'm looking at her, and I said, okay, is that good? And she goes, well, I've never had that many before. And by the end of the weekend, it was like a million, he Aww. said. Wow. And as of this week, the video the video has been viewed more than 3 million times. <laughs> great, man. He had no clue that he would go viral. He said, I've never had this kind of response. I don't know what to think of all this. And the clip caught the eyes and ears of Steve Perry himself and Perry responded to the video on Twitter, writing, I love this. And he also made the same comment on TikTok, where Goodall reposted the clip to his own profile. Uh, Goodall responded, love your music, sir. Thank you for the commenting. This means so much to me. Uh, and Goodall's been singing much of his life. He's sang in his high school choir. And he said that he, what he loves most about singing is that it gives something to others. He said, I just... Like that, uh, people to smile and have fun and forget their problems for three minutes and thirty seconds or however long the song is. Seems like a uh, just a regular good guy. Did, did you uh, have a lovable school custodian? We did. We definitely did in elementary school. Yeah, in elementary school, and I don't remember the, just the names, greatest guy. But yeah, there yeah, were, there were always good people. Uh, my uncle was the lovable custodian at one of the schools, and when he passed away, um, we got my aunt got letters from all of the kids uh-huh. referencing. Um, I think it was a red, like a little red fire truck, and like none of us had any idea what it was. But he must have like done something to make all of the kids laugh, and like every letter that came in referenced this little fire truck. Okay, Steve uh, Hillside Elementary. It was Miss Mickey, and uh-huh. uh, she was just a friend to generations of kids, and yeah. and I think I mentioned her on the air right. maybe uh, three or four years ago. And my mom ended up seeing her in the grocery store like two or three weeks after that, and it just was like this really cool confluence of events. But she was so touched that so many uh, anytime a person like that makes an impact on you, reach out them and let them know it doesn't matter when. No, you, you can do it years later, yeah. and because she was this smiling, happy, wonderful Aww. person that everybody loved and still loves. When really. we were in eighth grade, we created the WWW Club. That was the right. We Want Walt Club because our <laughs> custodian, Walt, had retired, right. and we did not want that. We wanted Walt back, <laughs> and uh, and we created the WWW Club. I mean, we were like, did you, did, you, did Walt know this? Did he cry when I he heard think, how passionate he was? I don't think it ever got to him. You know, we didn't know. We were like 13 years old. Yeah, you know, Wait, he retired. We he thought retired. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are doing this? Oh, I hate these kids. Just let it go. I need to rest. Do me a favor. Yeah. Leave me the F alone. I've never liked you little pricks. I you made whole... every day a misery. I put my blood into this. And yes. you especially, you little jerk. <laughs> we want Walt, the yeah. WWW uh-huh. club. Oh, that's that's sweet, though. But he's that's like, cool. I re- I've been working my entire life. I'm, I'm not starting coming a back. new club called Go F Yourself. <laughs> All right, well, this guy's going viral. He'll have his moment. We'll see if it goes anywhere. It usually goes about, you know, 10 minutes, and that's it. (laughs) It goes to here, and then it's over. And then it's pretty much over, but we'll find out. All right, stream. We're streaming. Consciousness. But speaking of streaming, are we streaming today? No. Again on YouTube? What's up with that, Marissa? Spent hours yesterday trying to figure it out. I talked to our friends at Newman. Um, Just unfortunately, we couldn't, but we'll be back when Nick Murphy's back. 
Okay, when Nick Murphy's back, we'll be back. Okay, okay. get uh, that code. Um, of consciousness, no? Kathy, this one's for you. Okay. Or more so for a friend of yours. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I know it. I know what it is. If you've flown lately. <laughs> you know this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. If you've flown lately, uh, it's been chaotic. It's insane. Uh, London's Heathrow Airport is a prime example. Uh, it's experiencing both a surge of travelers as well as a shortage of workers. And as a result, thousands of people are leaving the airport with their bags staying behind. And there there just aren't enough workers to keep up with the volume of luggage passing through the airport. And problems like this often require creative solutions. So on Monday, Heathrow attempted to manage the chaos by limited air, limiting airline capacity. And that resulted in canceling flights. And in one case, Delta said that it led to roughly 1,000 pieces of luggage being left behind. The passengers were able to be rebooked on other flights, but their luggage stayed behind. That is, until Delta came up with a brilliant idea. The canceled flight couldn't transport any passengers, but that didn't mean it couldn't carry their baggage back to the U.S. So Delta loaded up an Airbus A330 with 1,000 pieces of luggage only, Ladies and gentlemen, it became a luggage plane. A luggage wow. plane. Kathy's exists. friend used to think <laughs> that they would have a complete separate aircraft yeah. where they put everybody's luggage on and it would follow the plane follow that the, the passengers yeah, were. In. She was like, Yeah, like the you know, the cargo plane behind the what you're on. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Don't get too close now. <laughs> what? Don't stop short or else the luggage plane will crash right into you. Turns so, out she was ahead of her time, Kathy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She was prescient. She now works for Delta. <laughs> so this is I've I've got a solution. <laughs> hey, wait She's a second. <laughs> have you thought about a luggage plane? <laughs> So they loaded up the Airbus A330 with a thousand pieces of luggage, flew them to Detroit, where they oh, came. I have plans for an underwater city too. Ask me about that one. <laughs> where with, they uh, strict dietary requirements, <laughs> where they could be transported to wherever the passengers ended up. I, you know, good luck getting those bags to oh, the actual people. So I'm nightmare. I, I, I know you're traveling to see your mom. Yep. I'm traveling to see my my dad, and I'm I've tried to take every like off peak. You know, flying out, going against the grain, doing everything I can because I hear it is a nightmare. Fortunately, and I hope this will work in my favor, I'm going to a major airport. Um, you know, uh, you're going well, to one of the busiest airports in our country. Yeah, but it's also it's also a, yeah, it's yeah. also a, a a massive processing machine. I mean, they, they've got. It'll be a disaster. Let's hope. But I'm trying. I'm trying. I think it's the coolest airport I've ever been it's to. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It is It is badass. Yeah, Steve, I'm, I'm pulling for you. Obviously, yeah. you know, I had some issues a few weeks ago, and a flight ended up, it was delayed the entire day, yeah. and then I, I canceled, had to go home, and then came back to the airport. Um, but, you know, eventually we made it, and there is a minor miracle on getting in a plane and landing, and landing right. in Another a place. different time zone. Yeah. Um, but I, I, maybe we've talked about this before. Is there, like, an equivalent of getting on, like, a, a cargo plane to go someplace? Can you ever use that as an option like people would use that for getting across the ocean like the military yeah i always thought that would be <laughs> that was always a cool aspect you know uh they, they'd be able to hop aboard a a, a cargo uh aircraft and, yeah. and fly somewhere i i don't think there's any equivalent i saw nick a it was like a reality show or whatever and it was about people that are real penny pinchers you know uh and so there was a woman who would save money on airline flights, she was she was she had a lot of money, but for some reason she was a bit of a um, uh, just really worrywart about her cash, and she would go to these small airports, okay, and just kind of see if anybody was going to be flying out on this particular day, oh, going stop. anywhere, and I'll give you a hand hop- job for a free flight. Well, it was kind of <laughs> like that. Could she hop a ride 
along with them for a small fee. Wow. And she was a, she was able to find, uh, more often than not, flights that she could just jump into private aircraft. Non- yeah. no, so non-commercial flights. She, yeah. She'd kind of hang around. Because there is, like, um, at our airport, there's a separate private yeah, jet yeah. sort of terminal. But I, I don't think they were flying into the executive aircraft airport. Right. I mean, like, municipal airports oh, and all stuff right, like all that. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I knew somebody who used to go over to Wings Field and wait for the pilots to come in because she wanted to date a pilot. Oh, <laughs> really? Yes. That's funny. Yeah, it didn't so work out. Did you just hang out? She was like a lot lizard at so, the uh, no. So she, at the airport. There was business that she um, was conducting at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> she was in sales, so she was um, trying to sell them something they never purchased from her. But she would continue to go and you know conduct business and then wait for the pilots to come in. <laughs> a terminal turtle. Yeah. Oh. How about that? <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> I was about to say tarmac, but my word oh. was TW. What about the, a hangar whore? <laughs> Right? A hanger whore. Hanger whore gets it done. Hanger whore gets it done. Casey, I yeah. love it. <laughs> and it, that is radio friendly. No, guys, like there's a couple hanger whores around the corner there. If you're interested. You guys see the hanger whore scene showed up today? <laughs> Not bad. It's, that'd be wild that you have, a, you know, pilot groupies. Yeah. But then I, I, I don't think that's how... a thing. I think it was just her. Sure. Um, <laughs> probably I don't there's know. a massive shortage of pilots, though. I wonder in the, re- in the area of... Like private pilots or Learjets or things of that nature, that kind is it impacting that on the commercial side? It is. What you know, we're, we're like getting a pilot. If you're if you're like oh, a, right. a Kardashian, you know, finding pilots to fly your. your I'm private, sure it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, uh, but anyhow, uh, luggage plane, Kathy. It existed. I texted her. It existed for one uh, for a moment there. All right, uh, let me stream to somewhere else. Stream of consciousness, nerd. <laughs> Uh, okay, this one, I normally don't do emails in segments like this. I'm going to read this one. It's from a guy named Vincent. Well, you have a stream of consciousness there. It's a guy named Vincent Corpora. Uh, and he said, hey, I wanted to see if it, it I guess he, he wanted to shard out. But right. but I just thought this was an interesting little uh, tradition that he has going on. He said, if I wanted to see if I could get a shard out. Uh, for the event that I host, it's called Land Sharks for Shark Week, hmm. and it's our 12th year running. It starts on Sunday. So the event is simple. We have a week-long party for Shark Week in my garage. The only catch is we are only allowed to drink land sharks and abide by the 12-year-old rules page, which I don't know what it is. He didn't give me the 12-year-old rules page. What started as four dudes just having some brews for sharks turned into a 20-plus person a night event with sponsors, giveaways, and lots more. <laughs> Last year, we raised $1,040 for Oceana wow. and are looking to break that this year, along with breaking our land shark logger bottle count of 513. Jesus. So they are 500. just... Pounding the beers. Yeah. He said, it's a really fun event, and we look forward to it every year. And um, so he said, you can check my Instagram for some info on it. Yeah, he messaged me last <laughs> night as well, Preston. Uh, and the hashtag is hashtag Land Sharks for Shark Week. Okay. And he's uh, C-N-Z-I-T-O, C-E-N-Z-I-T-O 12. Yep, if you want to go take a look. But I just thought that was a fun little tradition. <laughs> Again, my shark. Uh, that a listener has been doing and turned it into you a charity You do all event. sorts of stuff like that with your friends. You do, you have special... We used to do a yearly screening of um, Ten the Ten Commandments. Yeah. We haven't done that in a little while. 
my friends do, and they're not doing it this year because I, for, you know, um, the one girl, uh, she's got a stress fracture. But anyway, it's called the... Tri- they call it, Walt? They, no, they call it the Tri-Dave-A-Lot. Oh, and the Tri-Dave-A-Lot. And it is a weekend of, uh, like, sports activities, and it's like, you know, an Olympics. Right. But it's like golf, bowling, you know, things that, like, everybody can do. And you know, how many people participate usually? Um, I would say a dozen or so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it turns into this whole thing because it's like it's friends from college, and you know, not everybody lives in the area, so right. they all pick a weekend where they can all kind of get together and, and do this. Stuff. I like that. So, yeah. so like uh, uh, golf and uh, bowling and horseshoes. Tennis. Horseshoes might be a part of. It. I got you know what I'm, I'm tennis, gonna... pickleball, yeah. rugby. Things like that. Yep, yeah. Things okay. that everybody can kind of do. You I like know? that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. That is nice. So I, and I have no friend. I'm college. I have no people in my life. Hey, I could do it for you. I could be, I could be a friend to you. I could be a friend. <laughs> um, I, so do I'll they, figure out the scoring for you. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah, how on, they man. keep score over yeah. the events. Yeah, Because uh, that could be a lot of fun. Something that, you know, at least you, anybody with a basic skill other than uh, yeah, pretty much anybody can bowl. Mm-hmm. Anybody can try playing tennis. Golf takes a little bit more practice, but... Um, yeah, but they might be able to score it so they... Hey, you could do miniature golf. Yeah, well, you could, could do miniature caddy. golf. Or you could do no, but like, listen, maybe golf's not your thing, so maybe you'll come in last place in golf, but you kick ass in tennis, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, however you... Time balances out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What do, they, what do they call it? It's called the Tri-Dave a lot, because one of the guys in it is Dave. I don't know why... Did he create tr- it? Probably. Try Dave a lot. Try Dave a lot. Yeah. Is it a play on a triathlon? Maybe it is Try Dave a lot. Try Dave a lot. And I always heard Try Dave a lot. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. What was that laugh? I've never heard that laugh from you before. <laughs> this is my Betty Rubble. All right. All right. Uh, stream of consciousness. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I'm going to look up Try Dave a lot. Please do it. <laughs> Marissa sent me this uh, story. This is very interesting. Uh, SEPTA has some coming attractions to our area. They are going to add double-decker passenger cars. Uh, They are on order for the regional rail fleet. Double-decker railroad cars? Yeah, yeah, railroad cars. I think, uh, Steve, I think LIR has those. Yes. Uh, Long Island, and then I was on uh, maybe New Jersey Transit? Yeah, New 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 Jersey Transit That's that's what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah. Why 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 am I not processing this? So SEPTA does not have these, and they bought 45 coaches from the American subsidiary for the the China Railway Rolling Stock Corp. in 2017. Is it a lounge up there with like a piano bar? No, it's just... Just uh, regular seats. It's the same as below. (laughs) More people. Uh, photos show the first two cars of the order on an assembly line in uh, Tangjian, expected to be arriving in Philly early next year. Uh, I don't know why, but I always choose the top deck uh, when I do it on New Jersey Transit. <laughs> Better view. Yeah. Maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I, I think How it's are you going to really take in Newark? It's a little, uh, it's a little OCD-ish, too, though, Steve. Like, if, if yeah. there's not something downstairs, I'm like, oh, man, this yeah. is not going to be a good train. Party's table. upstairs, right? Yeah. It's yeah. always the, the party's upstairs. Um, and, like, the 747. When they were flying, yes. um, you know, to go up to that lounge area was oh, the there, coolest thing in the world. There was a spiral staircase getting up there. Absolutely. I just choose whichever car has, whichever area has the least amount of people. That's, that's probably smarter. I don't care if it's up or down. Yeah. Well, but that's do you what have you a- get, though, Casey. You get the people who stop in the middle and because you kind of have to, like, duck <laughs> yeah. down to see if there's people below and yeah. kind of, like, yeah. go up a step to see if they're up top. So but then right. you get the back. You know what? Box. If you're smart, try to 
stow aboard the luggage train that follows right. that. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You guys, can you guys ride backwards? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because uh, there are a few people out there. Yeah. A lot of people out there that cannot ride back. I don't like it. I prefer yeah, I to go. I love it. Because I feel like I'm going back in time or like it messes with my head a little I'll bit. I'll tell you why I like it. And Kathy, you'll connect yeah. to this. There used to be an old uh, puppet show called Captain Scarlet, and he drove a vehicle where he faced backwards. <laughs> and I know you're a big fan of that. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I prefer to see what's coming ahead as far as the view goes as opposed to watching it pass by. Right. So, Case, um, did you take the uh, um, TGV from London to Paris? The, the fast train, the really yes. fast train. Yes, me yes. too. Yeah, and it was amazing, and it's like two hundred miles an hour, three hundred kilometers an hour, something like that. It was so dark, I couldn't even tell. It was okay, such, uh, six thousand kilometers. It, I mean, it reaches speeds mm-hmm. where like the whole train lowers a little bit. And yeah, you, you go for from, aerodynamics. Yeah, it's it's really a remarkable way to travel. I don't think these trains are going to go that fast. I'm no. waiting for the uh, the uh, the lev the uh, um, the cross Pacific. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the, that that tube train that they're working on. Yeah, keep waiting, Steve. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, the first, see the whales. Four <laughs> rail cars uh, testing prototypes will initially uh, arrive in Massachusetts factory for more work to comply with the federal Buy American law. And the arrival date in Pennsylvania is unclear, but it's likely early 2023. Are they meeting with the WWW? Uh, we want wall club. Uh, the double-decker passenger cars, which are designed to fit under bridges and in tunnels on the SEPTA network, are pulled by locomotives. So they are designing them to fit under yes, bridges. Yes, which is a handy <laughs> thing to do. So I'm glad that they are. Then they instantly convert to just a one-deck uh, tr- uh, train car. All right, let's see what else we got. How about this? By the uh, way, a, a really good variety of uh, stream of consciousness. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, armadillos. Yes. Are a common sight across the southern United States, thanks in part to the warmer weather that attracts these animals to roam in that area. But recently, these warm weather creatures have started making a home for themselves in the Midwest during the colder parts of the year, too. So they're starting to head uh, in a northern direction. Well, once I heard that there were uh, alligators in Wisconsin, did you right. say? Mm-hmm. Uh, then all bets were off. So the Midwestern armadillo, I'm not shocked. Historically, nine banded armadillos have thrived in the southwest, with Texas hosting the largest population in the country. But thousands of miles farther north, the armadillo is being spotted more frequently. Uh, they've been traveling up rivers and streams to the Midwest in recent years. And thousands of them are being spotted around year-round as far north as Nebraska, Iowa, and Illinois. It's pretty wild. Uh, Dr. Uh, Augustin Jimenez, an associate professor of biology scientist, said we're puzzled because we were not expecting to find them this far north in the winter. The hell's going on? A couple in Illinois sent a video of an armadillo in their backyard over the winter, and just two weeks later, another armadillo... You enjoying was, this? You enjoying filming me? Was, <laughs> you getting off on this? It was sighted in Illinois. Go ahead, take a look. Are you enjoying it, you pathetic fool? The ornery guy. Yeah. Uh, The exact reason. I'm cold. These animals are migrating north is unclear, but several studies have pointed to climate change and warming winters. Now, uh, have you ever um, gotten up close to one? And no, no, I have always kind of assumed that they're kind of like an armored. Uh, possum. So when you know? they when they ball up, and yeah. I did not know this, and I found out about the, uh, the zoo. They gave us a behind the scenes yeah. tour. They ball up. Uh, I and maybe uh, maybe it's a specific type of armadillo that can do it. But if if you were to put your finger as they ball up, a la the Batmobile in the in the Keaton films, 
it, it could break your finger. Yeah. yeah. Did they? Did we ever have one here? Because uh, the mm, Phillies do used to perhaps, come in with creatures every yeah, now and then. I would have remembered. All right. Because uh, then, case it must have been at the zoo. I'm, I don't think they've ever had them at the. They're aquarium. pretty fascinating. They are. Yeah. They, and and but like once they have balled up, you can kind of pet them like you would pet a, a right, snake or whatever. Right. Wow. Kathy, would an armadillo freak you out a little bit? Um, yeah. not like, no, like the possums are disgusting. These are just like, they're not cute, but no, they're it wouldn't freak me possums, out. They're possums, basically, we've, they look like, right? We've had them here. Yeah. We've absolutely had them here. Have we? Have we? Yeah. I would hey, remember. Maybe, maybe we blew, have. Blew the armadillo. Yeah. It's what we did. Yeah. Yeah, we a picture. Blew the armadillo is what we did. Maybe I wasn't there that day. There's a picture of me holding this freaking thing. There's no way I ever pet an armadillo. I would remember. I would remember that. Uh, A picture of Kathy in bed with an armadillo. She's got a cigarette in one hand. I don't like them. All right, so uh, just keep an eye out for armadillos, are we? That's pretty wild. Is yeah. it really? I mean, are they supposed to be called armadillos, right? Because uh, the, two L, L- the two L's. L's. Mm-hmm. Good question. Yeah. Um, don't know. Okay. All right. I don't care. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> call Got time for at least one more here. All right. Uh, so, <clears throat> personal trainer uh, Nathaniel Nolan from Indiana swears that walking like a dog every day has helped with his pain and given him a ripped body. Uh, so he he runs around he runs around on all fours. Do you guys ever have dreams? Do you guys ever have dreams where you're running and you can't run fast, so you end up going on? Uh, uh, you run with your hands and your legs. No, I've had dreams where I can't, like I'm I think that I'm supposed to be running and I get stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I have these these weird dreams sometimes where I'm like I'm literally Is running. Is it because like a dog. you're afraid of the groomer? No, probably not. Okay, eh, it's just dreams. They make no sense. So you uh, you run like a dog? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, all right. Is so it fun? You run like a dog? No, like no. Beast, it's, right? it's, it's weird. It's I'm doing it out of necessity. Like, yeah, I'm trying to run and, and I'm not running fast enough. So I'm like, okay, I gotta you know dig in with my hands and my feet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I could see this being a hell of an exercise. We used to do in uh, when I was uh, training in Krav. Uh, yeah. We would do bear walks, right? Uh, and those were hard, man. Uh, this guy is like scampering around mm. uh, on all fours. Wouldn't you love to live in the neighborhood he lives in? Dude, look at him go. Yeah. Look at this dude go. He, Steve, he looks like uh, Sabretooth. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Liev Schreiber when he right. played uh, that character. He's going to change his, like, his body frame. Uh, if he's bent over like that all the time, yeah. probably. My back! Yeah, so, <laughs> this he, is ridiculous. <laughs> 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 we should have a day where we have to do this. They combine it with Talk Like Bill Weston Day. Look at me, I'm running like a dog. Kathy, what? let's see if you can do it right now. Come on. Hey. I want to see if you can do it. Let's have a race. Walk let's around. Do you want to race me? Like a dog. Come on, Case, come race me across the room. Come on. <laughs> no, at least. Um, come on. Okay. All right, go ahead. Yeah, you guys have always wanted to do a swimming competition. Here, I'll get a. Uh, I'll get the stopwatch. We're gonna do walk like a dog. Let me. We gotta stop. test your urine first. Yeah, yeah. We gotta make sure no. Uh, my body hurts so bad. Enhancing, okay. yeah, and you're you have an athletic event this weekend too. Do. Yeah, don't you know don't what? hurt yourself. Yeah. Some sort of a muscle. All right. We're going to race there. How about... Just across the room. Across the room. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Right by Steve. So right by by the door. Um, Wait, uh, Nick, do you want to, like, drop the handkerchief like you do in shoe racing? Yeah. All right. Do we have a handkerchief? I got a... a, uh, Drop a pen or something like that. All right, guys. Watch when Nick drops the... uh, Kathy is sniffing... uh, Casey is sniffing (laughs) Kathy's boobs and, and her ass. She told me. She's like, sniff my ass. (laughs) (laughs) And then you farted in her face. (laughs) (laughs) 
right, you ready? Yes. All right, on your mark, get set, go. Oh, my God, it hurts. It All right. Hurts. Oh! Casual one. Casual Casual one. Totally. Gentlemen, a new world yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. Are you okay, bud? My shoulder's not good. Uh, seeing in hindsight, yeah. we shouldn't have done that. You, wait, let me ask. Ca- you Casey you has hip dysplasia. Um, were you more legs or were you arms at all? No, I was. I had, I had a little arm action going. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, think I did too ends. much arms. You did too much arms. Yeah, I did too many arms. <laughs> you only had too much arms or too many arms. Uh, she she was by a full length. Oh, she crushed me. Right, yeah. She arms. kicked my ass. Yeah, yeah. It, she was Sea Biscuit, and you were Mr. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> 2.34 seconds, Kev. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Uh, well, this guy says... <laughs> that, that was over a quarter mile. <laughs> this guy says that uh, the routine has helped with his mobility. He does the dog walk for over a half hour every day, and he does it in public. Oh, yeah. God. And he encourages others to try the all-force challenge. Um, so try that this <laughs> weekend. He admits to getting looks when he licks his own ass. Yeah, I, I don't think I could do it at all. I think my knee would prevent me from doing that. I can't well, don't even try because you just got back to playing golf. Yeah. I know. I'm not, yeah, my yeah. shoulders, yeah. forget Hey, Rover. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, anyhow, uh, that's all I'm going to stream from my consciousness nerve this morning. We'll do it another time. I guarantee you that. And you know what? I know they're not here yet, but I want to go ahead and give away a $50 gift card to Wild Witch Cafe. Yeah. Uh, They've been here before. We can attest to the quality. Fantastic burgers. Uh, They opened in downtown Wilmington in January 2016. And uh, we'll take caller number 16. Why not? 215-263-WMMR. Wild Witch makes almost everything from scratch. Even the mayo. They make their own mayonnaise. What the hell? And you can find where their food truck will be on their Facebook page or at wildwitch.com. But a $50 gift card is up for grabs. Caller number 16. (laughs) They're in Wilmington on Concord Pike. We'll take a break. Thank you for adding that. And we'll get to the bizarre file when we return. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. The real quick shout-out, if you guys don't mind, uh, do a couple of them. It says, hey, I was wondering if you could do a shout-out for my mom's birthday on July 25th. We're doing it now, though. Uh, her name is Dawn. She's greatest mom, puppy grandma, and my mom to my nephew, Ryan. And she's a big fan of the show and always does her best to make it to the blood drives when you guys have them. So the re- she's the reason why I listen to the show now. And we always bring up things that we heard on the program during the morning ride to work. And uh, thanks in advance. That is from uh, Jess Leadham. So here is a shout-out. Uh, and then I have another one. Uh, my wife, Donna, longtime listener, frequent participant in everything the show does. Cool. Been in your studio, collected food through our local wrestling clubs for years for the Camp Out for Hunger. And I get to hear stories about what she learned from her, quote, informational program every evening. Jeez. <laughs> oh, poor lady. That is depressing. <laughs> and he says, for that, I thank you, kind of. Uh, she's turning 50 on Tuesday, July 26. I'm sure it would make her day to hear a shout out from the show. Thanks. That's from Jason Mucklow. So here you go. A shout out and thank you guys for listening. And let me see. Oh, and I wanted to do a quick butt plug. Uh, I got this from Sarah and Joseph Loy, new co-directors of Delaware Juniors Volleyball Club. And they have a kickoff event. It's a fundraiser and they provide scholarships for kids who can't afford to play club ball and take their game to the next level. That's nice. 
said there's so many kids in the inner city that can't afford to play but have raw, the raw talent if honed and can get full rides to college. Nothing about uh, what we're doing is to earn money as me and my husband have full-time jobs uh, with the state. It's solely to provide new opportunities to kids who would not otherwise be able to engage in club ball. Uh, they have food trucks at the event and everything. So it's going to be on the 30th. And it's at Brandywine High. Now, I don't have any real info other than that uh, that she sent me, but it's called Midsummer Smackdown. Uh, and it is, uh, ho- it's going to be at the Brandywine High. So that's all that I had. She had there's a, uh, there's a QR code, but I didn't click on it. And. The, for registering, but anyhow, listen. You got the word out. Do a do a search on Midsummer Smackdown for volleyball, and also uh, at uh, Brandywine High, and you'll be able to find that. Over, I thought it was a nice cause, so it is. Pass that along. All right, uh, now time for the bizarre file. Nope. He, oh, what? Oh, oh, oh. Friday song. Oh my God! How can I forget Froggy? <laughs> Services buy new cooling and heating system during Horizon Services sizzling summer savings and save up to $1,200. Installed as soon as tomorrow or it's free. Book in sections at HorizonEasyBook.com. All right, how messed up is this story? Two Russian tourists and a sports star were killed in a helicopter crash before being dragged away and eaten by brown bears. What the f***? Jesus. World Junior Biathlon. This is not a good day. Champion Igor Melanovsky died alongside Zoya Kaigrodova, a businesswoman who had organized the trip, and a cell phone company boss, uh, Sergei Kalenskyak. Uh, so the trio lost communication due to bad weather before the chopper caught fire. Rescuers found the charred remains the next day with footage showing the scene of the tragedy. Someone, and best, someone put out a spread for us. Uh, an investigation allegedly determined that their bodies were dragged away and eaten by bears after the incident. Oh. Just, uh, I don't no. know if any of them were still alive after the crash. I or hope not. not. I hope not. Uh, Mr. Malinovsky uh, was a five-time junior world champion in biathlon who had retained as a pilot for a company run by his father. Uh, the cause of the crash is still unclear, but an investigation will take place. Yeah, wow. that's one where you would hope that they died in the crash. Yes. Police have released body cam footage from an incident at a Utah McDonald's where a four-year-old shot at officers. So this footage. Back in February, the 12-minute video shows the moments leading up to the arrest of 27-year-old Sadat Johnson, as well as what took place after one of his children shot at police at the drive-thru. Police initially responded to, to the McDonald's uh, when employees reported that a man brandished a gun in the drive-thru after his order was incorrect. 
Employees asked Johnson to pull to the front of the restaurant after reporting the incident to the police. Johnson had two children in the car at the time, four and a three-year-old. Officers ordered Johnson to get out of the car several times, but he refused. Police then opened Johnson's front driver's door, pulling him out. As they were trying to take him into custody, an officer who had turned around saw a gun pointing out of the back window and screamed, Gun! Moments before a shot rings out. The officer had used his hand to sweep the gun away as the gun went off, hitting the upper part of the McDonald's building. The officer then yelled at the person inside of the car to drop the gun, and after looking inside the car, he realized... It was a four-year-old kid. Four years old. The children can be heard crying after the incident as officers ushered them out of the car and away from the scene. Johnson, didn't, didn't the dad yell to the kid to shoot? It, they didn't indicate yeah, that yeah, in this yeah. story. Johnson was later charged in early uh, March with child abuse, aggravated assault, and interference with an arresting officer. The four-year-old told police that he had picked up the gun because he wanted his daddy back. Uh, the child also told police that Johnson had said the police officer cannot open the door during the altercation. After being arrested, Johnson told police that he, quote, blacked out for 30 seconds after he and the McDonald's employee were arguing over his order. He also denied brandishing the gun in front of a worker, despite surveillance video showing him doing so. Uh, Johnson also told police that this wasn't the first time that his four-year-old child had gotten his hands on a gun. Oh, that's wonderful. That's yeah, messed up. A Central Florida woman accused of running around outside of a Publix grocery store with a pitchfork and a black whip while trying to sell teddy bears was arrested Tuesday afternoon. That's a bold strategy. According to an arrest... I'm going to appear to be clinically insane and hopefully move product. According to an arrest report, a trooper saw a woman, later identified as Lisa Ann Sloan, yelling and waving the pitchfork and whip outside the grocery store's main entrance and handcuffed her after she refused to stop. The trooper spoke with the store manager who said Sloan was reportedly trying to... Trying to sell teddy bears behind the store. Yeah, that's what you would think, right? And at some point, she started to yell and run around with a pitchfork and the whip and uh, stabbed a man's minivan, causing damage. That woman with the pitchfork and whip, I bet she's a stuffed bear salesman. The trooper said the woman appeared to be highly intoxicated. And it was raining. On some sort of stimulant drug. Sloan reportedly told law enforcement that she felt no pain anymore and that God was in control. She was taken to the county jail on charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and the pitchfork was placed into evidence. Maybe if she'd just, like, drop prices. We're looking at the backs of the car on the police camera. Uh-huh. She looks like Marilyn Manson. Uh-huh. Two more shark encounters were reported on Long Island Wednesday, including oh an attack on a teenager. <laughs> cool. A dead shark, which appeared to be a great white, yeah. uh-huh. was spotted on Dune Road Beach in uh, Kogi, New York, uh, by a nearby resident. Later, in, Is it Quag? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and great. later in the evening, a 16-year-old surfer suffered a minor bite on his foot while he was in the water in Kismet Beach on Fire Island. Uh, the seven to eight foot shark found in the morning washed back into the ocean before police could secure it. It's been crazy the amount of, of shark activity this year. Police said in a statement at this time, we are cautioning swimmers and boaters in the area to be aware of the ongoing situation. Or don't go anywhere near the water. The Fire Island sighting happened when a teen paddled approximately 20 yards off the shore. 
Uh, the surfer was bit on his right foot and sustained an approximate four-inch laceration. Uh, the team was able to walk out of the water and was transported to the hospital for treatment. Let me tell you something. If I was paddling out on the surf and I got bitten by a shark, I would stay out of the water and I would never drink water. Uh, police <laughs> responded by helicopter, but the water was too murky to locate the shark. Officers continued to comb the water on boats to locate the shark. This is the latest in a string of shark sightings and attacks off of New York's coast over the last few weeks. You know, the original Peter Benchley Jaws takes place off of Long Island, mm-hmm. and they moved it to Martha's Vineyard for the movie. Well, All right. there's a great white nursery um, off of Long Island, like it's off like of It's like a Monta. kinder care. But, but that's, so like, I don't know, yeah. are they getting bigger? Is that why they're all, they're now they're teens and they're coming out? I, there's all kinds of, sh- the, as I said before, the first recorded, the first Navy record of a death by shark happened off Fire Island. It was a hammerhead attack. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. As we take a break, let's give away another $50 gift card from Wild Witch Cafe. Uh, They, the cafe and the food truck, are known for their burgers, but Mm. for the most part cannot keep up with the demand of their homemade pickles as well. Homemade oh, You're talking my language here, folks. So, You're a pickle boy. Caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. You get it. They're at 2308 Concord Pike in Wilmington, Delaware. And you can check them out at wildwitch.com. But we'll take that caller and give you that prize. We'll be back with Rich Voss. Stay yeah. with us. 93.3 WMMR formally invites you to the first in our summer series of Regal Rock Righteousness. It's Tracky Bam Bam, Rob Zombie's Freaks on Parade Tour, with Mudvayne, Static X, and Power Man 5000. He's coming to the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion Friday, July 29th. Yeah! Listen every night this week for my prize coffee up, and you could grab a primo pair of the best seats in the house, including passes to rock in the air-conditioned VIP room, with some free drinks, and access to the swanky VIP bathrooms. You can grab your tickets now from Ticketmaster, but the only way to win your way in is with me on 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. We are welcoming our next guest as he is getting ready to perform at Punchline. He'll be there tonight and tomorrow. There are shows at 7.30 and 9.45. Of course, you can get those through punchlinephilly.com. Let's welcome back our friend, Rich Voss. To the studio. It's been so long. What are the odds? My wife has an an invisible fence uh, on her side of the bed. Who wears the collar? Do you or does she? No, actually, my wife and I have separate bedrooms. We, you know, we got which because I snore. Me too. Yeah. And it's we, great. Steve we and I do same yeah. thing. We same keep in separate bedrooms. And yep. A marriage uh-huh. saver. Yep. But and the great thing after after sex, I'm like, hey, look, uh, you got to run. <laughs> yeah. But I always give her one. I always give her one of my CDs as a parting gift. <laughs> hey, I go here. Take you were this. great. You were great. great. <laughs> I'll call you in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Did you know who is it? Was it uh, uh, A Rod? Jeter. Yeah. It was Jeter. 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 Who used to give little. Gift bag. Yes. Did he really? Yes. Yeah, he like, his... I never got one. <laughs> <laughs> I just slept with Jeter and I didn't get it. Yeah. the t shirt. Yeah. Literally, like, uh, there was a toothbrush and a bottle of water, and, and, and like, he was. He he, had a, he was so practiced at it that he's like, well, might as well set up a, a bit of a system for the women that leave. That's, yes. that's great. Yeah. The fact that they made it to the morning. Uh, <laughs> hey, but I, I mean, I know. Obviously, I've been married, but. You know, because I snore, I'm just, I, I like to sleep alone, you know what I yeah. mean? And if I was dating a girl or I met a girl back in the day, hey, look, you you got to run. Uh, <laughs> my ex-wife drops my kids off early in the morning, <laughs> you know. I mean, they were 
25 and 22 <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But Any excuse. But, you know, I, I don't know how it is nowadays. It's so different because... Could, su- could you survive? No. Could, could you survive no. in the dating world now being married for as long as you... I, 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 I would be a dead man. I'm not Gloria Gaynor. That's how old my references are. Uh-huh. Hold on, I'm going to talk about Nixon in a second. Uh, I don't... I like cause When we used to... I'll tell you a true story. Yeah. We used to meet girls. We'd go to the bar, and I it was you know how girls met guys or whatever. Yeah. And my friend and I would walk, do laps around the bar, and I would walk behind him like five feet mm-hmm. and see what girls point at him or say something. Right. Like, oh, that girl showed interest. Oh, cool. So he would you know, and do whatever. Now it's I I mean I couldn't imagine like because I never had dating apps uh-huh. and and this is kind of creepy I mean I'm yeah. I'm not gonna it, <laughs> when I was trying to find a babysitter I went to one of these you know apps yeah. you know to find a sitter for you know and I'm looking at the apps like it's a dating site oh I'm my like, god. Uh, uh, <laughs> No, so we eat all my snacks. I don't think I would be good dating. I don't. I, to me, it's it's. Um, I, I had the chops when I needed them, and then I, you know, and then I got. Obviously, I met my wife, and I, right now, I just don't think a. I have the mindset. B. I. I it wouldn't. It wouldn't work for me, and, and it's. It's just. And I know there's a preponderance of these sites and all this stuff, but I just to me it's it's too complex. Well, the first thing on a date when you use the word preponderous, <laughs> they would probably leave. <laughs> Wait, Rich, I did the same thing for a pet sitter. Like I what? used the site, and I was like, like going you're... through the pictures, and I was like, I, yeah, I don't know. Yes. I don't know if she can yes. scoop cat litter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I go to meet the sitter and the viewer. Where's your wife and daughter? I'm not bringing those blocks. Uh, you know, my wife, my wife said I could date anybody sixty and over now. She oh, goes, really? If you're sixty and right, over, what, you could who, date them. But, uh, your 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 wife is uh, is Bonnie, of course. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie McFarland. We we uh, she's great. But um, do you get a pass from? Do you have those? Because I have them with um, the, you know, the will never happen past who you could be with if she could be. And you have the, the your your show, which is would you bang him, right? That's just. Oh, they, but that's, uh, we just did it at the comedy store. Right, right. So what is that? Is that a similar premise? What What is that? That It's great. We've done it at many festivals, Moon Tower, South by Southwest. Because we do is we have five comics, male comics, and they do like seven minutes, eight minutes a piece. And we have three female judges and a gay judge. Oh. So after they're set, they discuss whether they I would sleep that. with them or not. I love Bonnie that. Bonnie and I host it. We're going to sell the show. Yeah. We have interest. Uh, we Before the pandemic, it was going to be sold. And then all of a sudden. Fell through. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's so hard with a mask on. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we just did it. it. The show is so funny because the things they, I mean, DeRosa did it once. He had such a meltdown. <laughs> he had a meltdown. He's so funny. He's one of my favorites. Would no, nobody date him? Some girl said something. She had a box of candy on, on her in front of her. It's just some. Candy. Yeah. He walked over, picked it up, and threw it out on the ground, <laughs> and it just got ugly. And he walked off. And I said, "Let's bring him back. Let's do this again." <laughs> and brought him back. And they all said no again. <laughs> and he had such a meltdown. Michael Che walked out. Right when he's walking out, some girl goes. I'll bang him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, imagine, think about that, uh, Rich. If, um, 
I always had a lot of female friends when I was dating, and you'd kind of get a good assessment. If you could have that panel sort of review you, I think that's why this is a a winning concept, to have a panel sit there and go, nah, Uh, you know, it kind of gives you an idea of what you may need to change or brush up on to get yourself in a better place. Well, it's you always hear growing up, uh, women say, well, a sense of humor is the first thing. Yeah. That's not true. No. 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 The elephant man was one of the funniest guys <laughs> yeah. in class. Yeah. yeah. A sense of humor means nothing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, you'll go laugh. <laughs> I'll make them laugh and they, and, you know, and they leave with, you know, a 10. Yeah. Uh, so that's why we came up with a show. And it's more of a female empowerment show. Too. No, I like it. You know. You know, female. I'm the host too, but Bonnie takes over. You know, right from the beginning. I go, let me talk. Yeah. She goes, it's not about you. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. and 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 every time the gay judge is the funniest. Yeah. Oh, it's you know, one year. I mean, one time we had Mateo. I don't know if you know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was so funny. It's just they just take over. You know, I, I love it. So how did you? How in, how did you and Bonnie meet? How, how did you? Uh, I'll tell what you was that tr- flashpoint? I was working at the Comedy Cellar during the last comic, and she comes walking down the stairs, I'm like, whoa. And she goes, you're that comic on last comic. And I'm thinking, you're that comic that uh, sleeps with, like, sleeps with a comic. <laughs> so, so the next night, no, I knew a couple, com- yeah. I knew a comic she lived with. Yeah. And so the next day, I call the manager at the yeah. cellar. I go, get me Bonnie's number. So... Uh, the booker, Matt Esty, calls Bonnie and goes, uh, Rich Foss wants your number. And Bonnie goes, by no means give him my number. <laughs> so I went there and I and I, I ran into her. Yeah. We went out to eat, uh, fooled around in the car. And now I have a 15-year-old. Uh, <laughs> it's so weird. This comic years ago, they had Make Me Laugh. Mark Cohen did the second. The sec, he was a new host. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we did road shows, make me laugh. And I was, it was Mark Cohen. He had me, uh, this guy, Joey Vega, whatever. And I'm working with him, and he's so depressed. I go, what's wrong? He goes, my girlfriend and I just broke up of five years. And it was Bonnie back then. I go, look, I've been divorced. It'll pass. Don't worry. So yeah. was Bonnie. And the next time I see him years later, I was married to that girl. <laughs> oh, man. I go, Mark, you know, I see what you're going wow. through. <laughs> I see what you're going You could have warned me. And yeah. he... He's the host that I see him all the time. He's the host at the Rio at the Comedy Cellar in Vegas. So whenever I work there, you know, uh, how's Bonnie? This and that. I go, it's Bonnie, you know. Are you good? Were you good when you were dating with with exes? Would you, well, would your breakups be okay? Would you be friends with them afterwards, or was it you're out of my life? No, my ex wife. I have two kids. We yeah. were great friends. It's a funny story. I think it's funny. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> Bonnie's like eight months pregnant. Right. And we're in, uh, she's ironing clothes, which I'm the iron, but she's ironing. Right. And I'm on the phone with my ex-wife, Kelly. She knows I'm talking to Kelly. We're talking. And Kelly hangs up, and I still pretend I'm talking. I go, all right, I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> and her eyes drop. <laughs> she almost hit me with the iron. <laughs> so my, ex- my yeah. ex-wife, lived. I lived two miles because I wanted to move close to my kids. She, kids. she used to babysit our daughter. Really? When rain- yeah, we, yeah. If you could have that, it mean- that's... 
that leads to you know consistent sanity when people have acrimonious splits and it, it's like oh. a prison transfer when yep. you're dropping off the kids. Yeah, you know what? He, my parents were divorced and it was hard. You know, my mother, hey, daddy's coming to see us, and you know, you don't see him in three weeks, right. and all of a sudden he comes walking down the driveway, and detectives jumped out <laughs> of the bushes and arrested him. <laughs> right. You're going, who's worse, my mother for using us to send him up, or him for not paying child? Did that really happen? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. You know, wow. You know, because they back then they didn't have self help or no divorce. What to do? They right. just, you know, he was doing whatever with other women. She was raising three kids. You know, it was tough. Yeah. She had a tough life. Mm. But you know, with my divorce, when my kid, I go, nothing is going to damage my kids. Whatever I can do, right? So staying friends with an ex, and plus we were separated for like five years back and forth. I was on her insurance, so <laughs> you know, so you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Those are the ties that bind. Yeah. Right? It, it, it's so much easier in life not to fight. Yeah. And it is yeah. the fight. It's yeah. so much and easier. You, you realize that as you, you know, put more years under you because you realize yeah. what what's who wins in this? You no uh, one wins. Yeah, and uh, my job, I'm I could verbally tear somebody down and say yeah. and all you're doing is tearing somebody down to build yourself up. Yeah. And you just feel horrible at the end. It's no you know, it comes it's not good. Right. It's not good. And I, I get divorces with no kids, you move on. But I, you know, I'm, I'm going to deal with my ex-wife for the rest of my life. My, right. You know, I, my daughter, my oldest is getting married in October. I have a granddaughter now with my middle daughter. My 15-year-old brings nothing to the table. <laughs> nothing. But she had a sleepover. Oh. The other, like, not eight or nine other uh, 14, 15, downstairs. I go downstairs the next day at 1 o'clock. Right. They're all sprawled out on the couch, the beanbag chair, the board. It's 1 o'clock, and I'm yelling to my daughter. I'm going, Raina, wake up. And I'm screaming. None of them are moving. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, did I have a gas leak? <laughs> I'm like, now i got to carry nine kids upstairs. i got a 2 o'clock tea time, a bad back, uh-huh. put them in a wheelbarrow so their parents can pick them up out front. You know? <laughs> it's like they're laying there. It's yeah. 1 o'clock because they stay up when yeah. she has sleep until yep. like 5 in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all just... Girls giggling and on TikTok, yep. you know. But my, I wouldn't. She's a doll. She's is, the, is she good? Yeah, oh, she's the best. Last night she goes, "How come you don't?" You, I called her from the stage, right? You, you don't, you don't love me. I go, "What?" <laughs> she goes, "How come there's no pictures?" See, I have album covers, yeah, albums and albums of my daughter. I go, "I got pictures of you, but on." And last night I stayed up before I went to bed and I m- messaged her. Over a hundred pictures that were on my phone, uh-huh. you know, of my older daughters. Oh. But no, <laughs> no, this is what this is what you need to be <laughs> of, of her, and she didn't realize she's going through the photo albums. And all of her pictures are on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got to have them printed is she, out. Is she, is she a, a daddy's girl? Or, or, I, or do you get wrapped around the finger easily? Well, there's nothing I won't do for any of my kids. I, right. I grew up with nothing. Yeah. No, nothing. So I don't know how. I, I just spoil them. Too. But my older daughter's turning out to be great kid. My one daughter, you know, she has a great job. The other one, you know, is buying her third house to oh, Airbnb. Awesome. You know, they're yeah. good kids. They, they do drank. You, do you good cop, bad cop it with with the uh, with Bonnie or ha, ha, you know? No, yeah, because no, no. usually one parent's a little bit more lenient. right? Well, I'm very Bonnie's very. You know, Bonnie's. 
you know, whatever she yeah. knows. But you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, by I, I, yeah, I'll yell at my kid and then take her to read us. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. They're girls. I have three girls. It's different. I would imagine having three boys, but you just, you know, from the second they grow up, you're buying them. Dresses and outfits, yeah. you know, that you could wear, they wear. And, you know, you just, you know. <laughs> but, but kids are, like, listen, kids are, they're smart, they're they're resilient, and they know what they're doing. So when they want to ask for permission for something, they go to the parent they think is going to say yes. Of course. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah. And, yeah, for sure. And, but so anytime my kids ask me for anything, I go, what does your mom say? You know, and, or, or I'll say, yeah. go, you got to ask your mom. See, you know? And I, then she, and then they always say, most of the time they go, she said they ask you. And yeah. Like, okay. uh, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But we used to do that as kids. It's, 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 a, yeah. it's a given, right? No, because I couldn't find my dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, was, he was locked coming, up. He was walking up the, walking, walking up the drive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just. You know, it's, they they bring so much in. Like my older daughters were really good in basketball. Yeah, they played. If I threw a ball at my daughter now, it would hit her in the face. <laughs> if I was right, she has no no athletic. I mean, she ran track, but yeah. big deal. Anybody, you know? Oh, wow, look at that! I got sneakers. Shut up. Uh, but she's a whiz on the computer. Having having good kids, I'm I'm very lucky as well. I've got yeah. good kids. I don't know how it happened. I wasn't a good kid. I was not a good kid yeah. at all. Yes, and I don't deserve this. And it's <laughs> it's crazy to think how how lucky I am in that regard. You know what I mean? Isn't it? It's it's yeah. Well, I was a kid. I was the way. And I have three daughters. I mean, God did pay me back that way. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah. You wonder, but. I think as a parent, you do the opposite of what you knew growing yeah, up. Yeah, maybe that's it. You know, you know, you just, you know, like I. It's my, a natural thing, you think? Yeah. That, well, I went to my dad once. I needed a picture for some TV show. They put up a yeah. picture of you as a baby. It was the Louis Anderson show years ago. So, and he had like three pictures of me. I have hundreds of my kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. And 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 I was and I remember there's times where they'll come over and we'll sit and look through the photo album book. You know what I mean? Now I got to do it. On my phone, but I said, you know, I just do the opposite, you know, because I I was a me- I quit, you know, my mom would go wake up for school. I'm not going. Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't go to. I went to school maybe during lunch periods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I did drugs. I was yeah. Uh-huh. And the thing is too, and I re- when I was in fourth grade, I would come home from school and I would listen to this comedy album. Uh, Von Meter. Oh, yeah. He did a Kennedy impression. Yes, it was legendary for the the, the Kennedy stuff. Yeah. So I would listen to this, and then years later through recovery, I'm listening to this to cover the pain of the childhood of my my parents getting divorced, right? You know, so uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, I feel like we're doing open now. (laughs) Yeah. How did that make you feel, Rich? <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know what my point was. About uh, the way you are with your daughters and, and kind of well, what informs that. It, it, I mean, well, the thing is, I'm there for my kids. Right. You know, and kids, and I'm not saying you don't know. You know, I mean, it, I think kids, if you just show them attention and affection, they're going to grow up to be good kids. I just right. think. You'd mentioned, you know, like doing drugs and stuff like that as a younger yeah. age. I remember when, uh, when my oldest was in uh, middle school and we found out that there was like, you know, an eighth grader had gotten busted with pot or something like that. And I was literally like, <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. 
And then, and then, like a split second later, I did a quick inventory of my own life, and I'm like, "You are being homeschooled." Oh. I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm like, it wasn't just me. Either. Yeah. It was like all my friends uh-huh. and everybody, and 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 like an instant, I'd switched and 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 respect and uh, for my parents and uh, you know yeah. also just oh, is that the, who's what's the classic line? Shame. I was just like, oh my. Is God, it Will Rogers that is it? I was surprised at how quickly as I got older. I was surprised. I was surprised at how much better my parents got at parenting. There you go. Basically, is I'm paraphrasing. Well, if you look back, sense. like I just. Uh, and I, I say this on stage. When I in '77, I went to see Elton John. He sang with Kiki D. That song, "Don't Go Back." Yeah, yeah. At that concert, I was probably doing back then. You know, Quaaludes, uh, Pod Hash, everything. Mm-hmm. You name it. As a concert, I was. Right. I went to see him two years ago on his farewell tour. I was on Tylenol <laughs> and anxiety medicine. <laughs> so you realize uh, what right. you grow into. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what do you... <laughs> you want to do some drugs at the show? Tylenol. I went to see Fish two nights ago, uh, and I was on... I got some Alka-Seltzer. I was on... <laughs> no, I was on ibuprofen, but I yes. got to tell you, so I'm, I'm sitting there, uh, and this guy walks up to me, and he's like, do you have a cigarette? I don't smoke, but I bought a yeah. pack of cigarettes for the, uh, for the concert, because I'm so over too. So I'm like, this is the only thing I'm going to smoke at a concert. This dude was so coked out of his mind that he was talking about how high he was on coke and how much he loves <laughs> how much he loves smoking on coke. He's like, I just love cigarettes on coke. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt bad for him because he was my age. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, like, yeah. dude. Yeah. And he's like, man, I got to quit. You know, he's like, I mean, in like nine days, nine days, I want to quit. He's like, you know, he's like, I got a gambling problem too. He's like, I just oh, want 42. Wow, I just what's lost, that's what people on coke do. They tell yeah. you their entire yeah. life. Oh, yeah. good and the bad. when you're doing that drug, uh-huh. everybody, the, the small talk and best friends you have. Uh-huh. That's funny. I don't know Fish, but the first concert ever in my life I went to was at the Spectrum here, and I saw the Grateful Dead. Yeah. They played for five hours. I go, is this band ever going to stop? <laughs> I made a pipe. I made a pot pipe out of an apple. I ran out. And five hours back yeah, then. Wow. Yeah. Uh, at the Spectrum. That's insane. Uh, yeah. Well, it's got to last as long as the LSD is going to last. So I, It was crazy. And then I hitchhiked uh, to RFK Stadium and saw the what? The Dead and the Allman Brothers together when we were kids. So you they a, played a, a jam band fan growing up? Well, I liked I liked rock and you know, The Who was my favorite. Oh, okay. Band. You know, but you love stuff like Cretans and all that right, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now I couldn't tell you it, you know, if I Well people like doing drugs and, and yeah. concerts like those are where you can do drugs well, with a lot of people. Oh yeah, when I went to the Pocono Raceway concert, it was like ten bands, ELP, a bad fan. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was on drugs. next thing you know it's pouring rain. And I'm under a tarp with all these bikers. They liked me for some reason. I don't know. I just I'm going to this all these bikers, and I'm out of my mind. I don't even know if they were Hell's Angel pagans. I don't know who they were, but they were nice bikers. They're saying took me out of the rain. Can, can being the the funny guy be weird like that? Like all of a sudden, like like bad people like, like you, of, you know, like yeah. you. Hey, this guy's funny. Get him over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, <laughs> I guess. I mean, if you're, yeah. I mean, I don't know about bad. But I guess, yeah. Gangsters like to laugh. Uh, <laughs> I was just playing golf with, with these. Uh, anyhow, uh, uh, we have, we have a friend of the show that we we know. You know, must have had some sort of connections, yeah. and, and he's the greatest guy. But and then President yeah. Goslam, he's just. You know, he's just a character, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at, I deal with club owners. Yeah. You know, and I mean, yeah. you know, and 
Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever had a really a- aggressive um, like uh, encounter? Because if you if it's like a, a mob club or something, you can get into some deep trouble, right? I would no, not me, but I know comics. Yeah, you know, one guy they were gonna. Uh, Kill him. Yeah. Or at least beat him up. Yeah. And the club owner's like, hey, you know, he he was working in Brooklyn. Oh. And he's going after in the front row, you know, and this is back in the, in Brooklyn back in the day. Yeah. And he doesn't, you know, he, he he's going after whatever. <laughs> and and they really were going to hurt him. Wow. And, he, and the club owner said, listen, leave. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. And, you know, I've never had that problem. Uh yeah, you know, I that's get, good. I get five drunk girls in Canada that get thrown out, and there's a story written about me <laughs> right. that I'm the bad guy. Right, right, yeah. yeah. I'm the bad guy, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, by the way, if you're just jumping in, Rich is in the studio at Rich Voss. If you're just joining us, he's going to be at uh, Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow. Did you have a show last night? Or Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. Good time? Yeah, I, yeah. I have a great time. The people there are nice. Always. It was a good club. It's a good, it's a good city for, uh, yeah. honestly, we have a good comedic, uh, comedic uh, vibe yeah. here, and it's, it's Awesome, and like, for years it wasn't the case, and now it is. It's great, Philly. Yeah. I mean, Philly's Philly. It's one. It's a great, great restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys still do your Thanksgiving show? Uh, yes, they did the big camp out for hunger. Yeah. In fact, we just had a huge meeting on it. We, you know, that's something that's got to be in planning year round. You saw, yeah. you've yeah, helped us out a number of times. If, yeah. if, if you want, I'll host it again next year. If I'll you tell do you what, man, I love had, doing that. You had I, it was such a great joke because it was right after the Louis C.K. stuff, and you just had this joke, and <laughs> oh. I'm like, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. but it was a Louis C.K. joke, and I was. Like, I here's the deal. I love stand up comedy. I hate it when I can see a punchline a mile away, and like that was the one I didn't. I had. I, I did yeah. not see coming. It was so good. Yeah, it I was did. So good. Are you playing golf today or what? I I, I can't. I want to play tomorrow. I don't know where. It's like hundred degrees here. today. Yeah. yeah I, know. I Preston just, had hit the best round of his life a week ago today. You told what was that? Seventy. Seventy four. This that's amazing. Isn't that a good feeling? Oh my god. Oh. Oh, I would step over Bonnie to shoot 74. <laughs> I would step over Bonnie just to get a new... But I, I went out and played uh day before yesterday, and it was like 98 degrees and, yeah. and gnarly out, but it's still great. So I was playing in hour. Ocean City two days ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with these two guys. One guy, you know... Uh, Oh, so, <laughs> and another radio host in Ocean City, Bulldog. Some guy down in a... Nice guy. Right. You know, he does... So he, we get to his course... I meet him there, don't you? And they go to me. Uh, this girl's playing, this high school girl. She's never played on a real course, but she wants to. I go, good, I'm not riding with her. Uh, <laughs> right? Right. So the first hole, she hits a ground ball, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a brutal day. Yep. Then the next hole, she hits a nice drive. I go, this girl, if she took lessons, might be good. Mm-hmm. So it's so a par five. The third, her third shot, she puts it next to the pin. Oh, I go, this is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> Just a scam. She was uh, uh, Maryland's uh, state champ. Oh, she shot one under par. No way. Sixteen years old. Look, I know I could beat her in a fight. I know (laughs) if it came down to a fight. Did she dink that first drive on purpose? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They had a plan, and it was a scam. She goes, "I'll tee off with you guys." I go, "You should go up to the red on the first hole. It's for for the ladies." And and she shot one under par. Wow. Sixteen, yeah. just tall. Wow. You know what I mean. Have That's you ever awesome. played with any of the uh, celebrity events with uh, some of the the, the, the pros? Touring I did. Pump. I did an outing two weeks ago in French Lick, Indiana. Right, uh, guys from uh, Sirius Radio, Catrick and McGinnis, a uh, golf guy, and uh, McGinnis used to play on a pro tour, 
And then another guy who's on series played on the pro tour, and he was there. And I'm watching him hit the ball a mile, yeah, right? yeah. a mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't do those celebrity things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> Two, they're on weekends. Most yeah, yeah. Of them. Oh, that's Actually, true. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And he, you know, to play Pebble Beach in those things, I think it costs twenty five thousand. <gasps> You got to pay yourself. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. So, like, like, yeah, like a Bill Murray is dropping twenty five yeah. grand to. Yeah. Is, is it because they're usually charity based? Or? I I would imagine yeah, so. Yeah, it's like, going to. Yeah, it, like I remember having a fight with Bonnie. I mean, a blowout fight. Yeah. And, and I said to her, "I go move out. Here's twenty five thousand. <laughs> and she goes, "That's not enough." And I realized, never make your final offer first. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I should have started at four. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, 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 25. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm not... Okay. Let me go talk to my manager. Wow. Here, here, here's the other thing about outings, too. They're always... I want to play my own ball. I don't want to yeah. scramble uh-huh. and play best ball. Or yeah, whatever. Casey yeah. and I did it last time we were in an outing. We're, like, we're just going to play stroke play. Yes. And we ended up having a much better time. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, I played... Know. I was going to play a course tomorrow... Uh, I played once down here, and it was 140 bucks. I go, it's not a 140 dollar course. Uh-huh. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I might drive to a, a. I'm playing AC Sunday. Okay, because I'm working down there Sunday. Lang City Country Club, or uh, I, I don't want to say the name. Yeah. Okay, because I don't want a bunch of stalkers there. <laughs> but uh, there's so many good courses. I might drive down tomorrow to play AC. I don't know. It's this heat. Yeah, it's just I'm riding my bike from Philadelphia to Atlantic City on Sunday. He's doing a charity bike ride, 65 miles. 65 really? Miles bike yeah. Ride, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope it's all downhill. <laughs> um, well, they say it's, but it's not. There's there's a lot of, it's. It, I mean, Jersey, South Jersey is pretty flat, but there are definitely some some hills and stuff like that. But and the, the great part is, is once you kind of get over the crest and, and you're in Obsequen and you can see Atlantic City, then you get the wind in your face. So, Yeah, that's that's <laughs> hard with the wind in your face. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you have, an old Stingray bike with a banana seat? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, my God. I miss those. All right, well, listen, we got to wrap it up, buddy. But uh, we want to thank you for coming by here. I love it. As always, Punchline is where you can find Rich Foss. And uh, two shows each night, tonight and tomorrow, 730, 945. Tickets available at com. You will not be disappointed. Thank you. Yep. Rich Foss, everybody. Taking a break. Coming back. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Papa Roach. A day to remember. The warning. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Since it is indeed a Friday and we haven't done it yet, I think uh, we need to head to the restaurant and get some yeah. good ID. the restaurant tour. It's restaurant time for the weekend edition of the Connoisseur. The Connoisseur. What's going on? Oh, the bell. I thought Casey was going like this. I, I thought he, I thought he meant time out. Oh, I thought oh. he meant goodbye. I thought no, he was oh, waving. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, Casey. Headed to the bathroom. Oh, thank you for getting my bell. Do you want this one? No, 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 no. I like this is more like when when you work in the, in yeah. the kitchen. And you're food comes up. you're uh, you're working in the, in in the back, and you put it up, and you say order up, and you hit the bell, and then the servers know that they're uh, that their order is ready. So I like that. All right, we're gonna start with theater this. of the mind. BLT owned restaurants, which I'm not sure what I know it stands for bacon, lettuce, and tomato. 
which you might find on a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. Uh, Things you would find on a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. It says BLT-owned restaurants nationwide, so I guess it's a restaurant group. It is, yeah. Okay. They are now offering the Velveeta Veltini. (laughs) So a martini made from Velveeta? A $15 martini featuring Velveeta-infused vodka, Olive brine no. and vermouth. Kathy loves it. Awful. Mm-hmm. That sounds terrible. Oh, dear God, I want to die. I know. I, I don't, yeah. I'm, uh, it's like a, they said it's like a liquid mac and cheese martini. Ew. No. 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 Uh, this is silly. Um, I agree. Yeah. It I looks know. cool. Yeah. yeah. And that's, but the that's taste, fine. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so I saw something that, this reminds me of something that I saw on uh, social media. Um, who here drinks orange juice with, juice with any sort of regularity? Anybody here? Um, I do not. Not anymore, but I used, to, I, used to, calories. I used to guzzle that stuff. All right, so if anybody out there has like a gallon of orange juice or a half gallon of orange juice sitting in their fridge, when you're done with that, take a packet of Velveeta, uh, no, 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 Kraft cheese mix, all right, okay. so, the, so the powdered cheese, you throw that in there, I'm you, you fill it with water. Right. Shake, it, Shake up. it up and yep. then put it in the fridge, <laughs> and it looks like orange juice. And you just wait for somebody to drink it, thinking it's orange juice. Uh, it's a great it's a practical joke. That's a great guess. Wow. I thought it was a hack. No, okay. it's not a hack. It's, yeah. it's I thought not. it was going to be a recipe of some type. <laughs> no, uh, that's okay. I and, think it works better in the gallon form uh, because the the thing is a little bit more opaque. Okay, but uh, I saw that and I was like, man, we don't drink orange juice enough. Uh, you know, man, man, we wish I could do that prank, but we can't. <laughs> you know, it's great if you have someone at home who drinks a lot of bottled water. Yeah, get some Clorox. Okay, okay. all right, I'm listening. Yeah. Looks just, just like, like it. water. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the martini glass is garnished with cheese and Velveeta shells. And if you can't make it to one of the restaurants, you can make one by yourself. They have the martini kit. On goldbelly.com. Quick question, connoisseur. Yes. Do you think mac and cheese falls squarely in the realm of your go-tos, like hot dogs and and hamburgers and pizza? Mm-hmm. Does mac and cheese rest in that? Yes. I or think is it's, it one removed? No, I think, I think it's comfort food. I think okay. that it's, uh, it, it. well, it doesn't have the the main dish vibe as, pro t- as, as like a burger does. Right. Uh, but I still could just eat mac and cheese. Okay, and, and have that be the meal. There is a uh, an item that's being sold at Wawa these days, and it's a, in that section of Wawa where there's like some pre made food, and sometimes they have like pre made wraps and things yes. along those lines. And uh, there is a mac dish. It's it's mac and like pulled pork. Uh, and I was um, hungry slash hungover a few days ago and went into that Wawa and bought it. Uh, highly recommend. All right, oh, so okay. it's microwavable. Okay. But the, Steve, you know what? Like somehow, like when they prep it, there's a little bit of burn on top of the Mac already. Like, mm, and I, I, love like that. I, I love that. So, uh, I think this is in your wheelhouse. I think you would enjoy it. Let me ask you guys then, because my wife has Max Fund, which is a, a charity, and we were thinking, in addition to the other events we do, of oh, having doing a, oh. a Mac and cheese for me. Yeah, yeah. totally do you think that would get a good response? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Have yeah. You ever heard, you've heard of like mashed potato bars and stuff yes. like that? Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. have a Mac and cheese bar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With like like the, the creme de la creme and maybe... Yeah. Because to me, I... I don't know of anyone who doesn't find a version of mac and cheese that they like, that yeah. they can get behind, you know? But to answer your, your previous question about mac and cheese kind of going into that... that uh, main dish. Main, like, it's it for me, it is... It, there's a couple of steps... It, <laughs> It's it's sort of prohibitive because there's a couple of steps to get that, to it to get to it. I know what you're saying. You know and what that's I mean? why I wondered if it was 
under that tier, but you, you know, the you consensus can, is that I don't, I don't, I'm not following what you guys are saying. Unless it's the microwavable, you know, you just pour the water in the thing, you throw it in the microwave, and you're fine. If you're not doing, it, if you're doing it the proper way, you got to boil, you got to bring it to the boil, you got to, you know, strain it out, and then you know, get the butter and the milk and the cheese, and and that's a little bit more rather than just chucking a hot dog in a microwave and then you're you're good. But to he go. had thrown hamburger in there too. I mean, yeah, hamburger, yeah. you got to form the patty, you got to season it, you got to you got to cook it, you and what goes into making pizza too there's some right? steps oh yeah there's quite a bit to that yeah i don't I, think he meant uh, out of convenience he just i thought i was I know, I know what, simplicity i, I know what he's and, saying is a preparation level so mm-hmm. but but I, I i the connoisseur told me it's in the main level on the yeah no no yeah, i would yeah, trust yeah. him over me a thousand percent all right yeah case closed order up all right <laughs> next one up uh, this gotta be pot is right Dijon mustard. Love it. It has a slightly spicy, tangy flavor. But did you know you're probably not eating true Dijon mustard? True Dijon mustard is made with black mustard seeds from France. So what am I eating? The if Dijon... you tell me hamster semen, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the Dijon that most people purchase is not made with seeds from this region. And that's why the brands in your local store are cheaper. Than the real deal, which is very expensive. How many of these things on a daily basis, you know, and you've talked, you've reported about uh, these things that it's not quite what you think it is. Yeah. It's not quite salmon. It's, um, you know, uh, uh, tuna. Right. Uh, all of these little quick things. So is is there a profound taste difference? Um, I do not know, I'm, and I, I could not tell you from example, because I've never had one next to the other to give you an that's idea. That's true. Marissa? I, I think it's a little bit of a, a tourism thing, too, because these countries and these areas are embracing what their type of food is, because people will come there to get that kind. Like, mm-hmm. you have to go to France to get real champagne, or champagne has to be from France, right? Mm-hmm. In um, Italy, there's Parma, which is the only place that makes, like, real Parmesan cheese, or Parmigiano-Reggiano. Mm-hmm. So I think now it's like a trend where people are saying, like, well, what was the feta one you had last week, Preston? Uh, oh, yeah, that it can only be called feta if it's out of Greece. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So from I think feta it's land. Like, yeah. <laughs> from Fetasia. Fetasia. Hey, home, Marissa. Home did, of the Fetosians. Have you ever in your life worked at a restaurant? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Were you like a server or? Uh, I was a hostess slash server. Okay. All right. Okay. So we have all worked in the food industry. I was thinking I about that. I wasn't quite saying I'm that Dunkin I worked Donuts. in the food industry. I was the coat check. Yeah. <laughs> And yet you made more than the other people. I t- yeah. totally, 100%. <laughs> I'll take nice, good care of your jacket, sir. Mm. Do you get to... I'll be hugging it all afternoon. Do you get free meals, Kev? As coat check girl? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they fed the entire staff, like, and no you, matter what you did at the restaurant. Would they let you keep anything you found in the pockets? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the servers would take the bottles of wine that people didn't finish and drink that after their shift. By the way... Uh, going back to Dijon mustard, uh, jars made with local French ingredients are sold as Burgundy mustard oh. and cost considerably more. Uh, so Burgundy mustard is also ground with stone mills and not steel. <laughs> Jerks. Uh, so I don't. I can't say I've ever had Burgundy mustard. All right. Again, I'm sorry to throw this at you, Connor. No, 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 but uh, so you said steel. Mm-hmm. Is that the same correlation when one gets? <clears throat> Oatmeal, steel cut oatmeal. I, that I don't remember. I remember we talked about right. this on the air before. And I still, I'm not clear. And on. I never recall uh, what the what the story is with steel. I've got to know. All right. Uh, well, not today. Another time. Uh, Marissa sent me this. Oh, 
Order yeah. up. Uh, Marissa sent me this. Uh, there's a new restaurant uh, that is opening up. It's called 21 Pips. And No Gladys Knight? This is going to be in Ardmore. So it's a play on on a die. A dot is called okay. a, a pip. Oh, oh. And so there, if you add them up on uh, dice, you get to 21 pips. Okay. So there, therein oh. lies the name. Okay. On so, that midnight train to Georgia? Uh, exactly. So four years ago, a gentleman by the name of Matt Hendricks opened up Thirsty Dice, a board game cafe ah. on Fairmont Avenue in Philadelphia. And this, uh, today, he's opening his second uh, location. It's a two-level space in Ardmore with a full restaurant, bar, and 500 games for playing at the table. This is right. This is you. From morning till late night. Yes, it you is. You and your family, you love board yep, games. we do love board games. Um, we um, When we go out to... Uh, whether it be like lunch or whatever with my mom, we play Old Maid. She always has Old Maid in her uh, pocketbook. Not really. Not purse, but pocketbook. Pocketbook. I yeah. brought a roulette wheel today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was always just something to sort of kill the time, you know? Yeah, I like activity for everybody. At certain restaurants, like, um, uh, oh my God. Uh, the place where there's always a, a huge line over by the Plymouth Meeting Mall. Uh, Redstone. No, 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 no. Less than that. Country. Uh, the, uh, country uh, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Country Kitchen. At Cracker Barrel, they always have those peg games uh-huh. that they leave at your table. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like you love getting pegged. I like yeah. pegging at dinner. Yeah. Not getting pegged, but pegging. Yeah. I like pegging. pegging. Doing the pegging. I'm done dinner. with this. Can I get docked now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are fun. And also, I, I enjoy the um, the placemats where you do the connected eyes. Yeah, yeah. Coloring. So, Chef Jonathan Robles menu includes charcuterie boards, salads, flatbread sandwiches, double mat. Double smash patty burgers on Lissio's brioche rolls and full on entrees such as mussels half chicken over palms puree and so on and so on. Huh. Uh, so, yeah. You gonna go? I probably not. I'm never in Ardmore. I couldn't tell you the last time I was in Ardmore. Right a place lo- out there. Ardmore is a lovely little spot. We should go there. And you know what we could do? Well, we could do some jujitsu at uh, Jackson's place and then hop on over there. Is that still let's, in existence? Let's do that. Yeah, we'll go. We'll take some jujitsu lessons. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll roll a bit and yeah. then we'll go eat. And then we'd be dice yeah. and we'll play board games. Yeah, let's eat first. What and else then, are we going to do? In and then we can vomit oh. when we're doing jujitsu. Yeah, throw eat up afterwards. All right, uh, order up. Order up. Okay, so a note, a sad note from the world of the connoisseur. Marissa wants to pass this along, actually. Yeah, we lost, um, I'm going to call him a member of the Preston C family, one of the food truck operators who participated in our food trucks and fireworks event at Camp Out for Hunger last Aww. year, passed away. Oh, uh, His name was Chris Coco. Um, he owned Whizzle Truck, which yes. is a cheesesteak truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were they were hopping during, I mean, all the food trucks are doing very well. I mean, they had a, a, a very big line yeah. when we did the, uh, the, the fireworks and the whole event. It was wonderful. That's so sad. Yeah, so he was very young. Um, it was very sudden. Um, there is a GoFundMe. I'm posting it now on PrestonandSteve.com. Um, I just wanted to give a little um, condolences to his family. He's a very nice guy. He's one of those people that put everything out on social media. His successes, his failures. He was just starting up the company. He was a few years old. Oh, that's terrible. Um, and he was just very, very nice guy. I, I got into many conversations with him over the years of just uh, motivational advice, or we would just be chatting about things that were going on in the world. Um, he's a very positive influence in the community. And if it's I may just ask, a sad loss. Had he been sick or something? You know what, Steve? Nothing has been um, put out there about what it was. Just um, uh. his wife had, had said that it was very sudden. And he's a very young daughter, so 
So, um, you know, he was, everything, all of his posts would end saying, you know, he's just doing this for his family. Yeah. So there's a GoFundMe to, you know, raise some money to collect for his family and his daughter. Okay. Go to PrestonSteve.com and, and help out if you can. That would be great. All right. Next item. Uh, Airmark and the Phillies are introducing something called Philly Pop. It is a twist on uh, the baseball classic Popcorn. Uh-huh. Uh, and they have uh, a popcorn offering that is inspired by Chickies and Pete's crab fries uh-huh. and features Chickies and Pete's signature seasoning paired with a tangy white cheddar flavor. That sounds okay. pretty good. I'm down. Yeah. I'm uh, not a white cheddar fan. No. Oh. No, I do not like cheddar popcorn. That's oh, one I of the yeah. Okay. I know people adore it. My what wife about, adores it. What about the other uh, cheese flavor uh, popcorn? You just not like cheese flavor popcorn? You know the orange one? Yeah, not really. No. Okay. No. All right. I'm a, I'm a uh, straight up, I'll do regular popcorn, butter popcorn, kettle corn. Right. Um, not corn? the cheddar. What's that? Caramel corn? Caramel corn as well, yes. With or without peanuts, or it doesn't matter? Uh, the Cracker Jack style, mm-hmm. uh, I, I prefer without peanuts so I don't crush my teeth. Yeah, the um, Johnson's, uh, the, you know, it's that boardwalk popcorn. Yeah. I, I, I have to get it with the peanuts. Okay. So much better. Wait, they they make it. Is it one of those where they make it on the uh, the beach, or I mean, yeah. uh, on the boardwalk? On the boardwalk, for you? yeah. I do like those. I haven't had that uh-huh. in a long time. Oh, and you get it like fresh out of the uh, kettle. When yeah. it gets this hot, do you ever make a uh, sidewalk corn? Mm. <laughs> it's great. Put, so the loose kernels out on the pavement. Three little oil too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, three brand new self serve popcorn machines by Gold Medal will be introduced to serve the snack at the ballpark, and fans will be able to fill up their own bucket. So it's like the self serve. Popcorn machine. I love thing. this. So I tell you what, I uh, the chickies and Pete uh, style um, uh, seasoning on popcorn. I think I could be down with that. Okay. Yeah. I, I just remember, like uh, as a child, when we made popcorn, like you know, when we got the microwave, then you know, all bets were off, and that's how we did our popcorn. But bringing the popcorn maker out. You know what I mean, and then you put the butter at the top of the thing, and that w- and the heat of the popcorn maker would melt that this butter. Kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about that now. I'm getting a really nostalgic feeling. Are you boning up? I'm not. No, not boning up. Uh, Listen, tearing up. Um, besides the the popcorn makers. Jiffy Pop was fun. It was yeah. fun. As a kid. It was like yeah. a science experiment. Watching that thing yeah. blow up was pretty cool. If only you could make everything like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I will tell you this. So I have the, um, you you get those popcorn makers with the oil and it spins around. I will have, I have this spray butter that I feel covers things better, a lighter type of butter. I don't like it doused in butter. Uh, but the truth of the matter is with those machines, they're like 25 bucks if you use it with any degree of regularity, no matter how hard you clean it, yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to throw it out and get a new one every couple of months. Are any of you guys uh, popcorn at the ball game types? Yes. No. I, I'm no. not, I don't think. I, th- I think I go to other stuff first. Hot dog or peanuts kind of. Usually dog and beer if you ever come back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you know, Steve, I don't get Cracker Jack at the ballpark. And you, you would think by the song that I should. Yeah. <laughs> I am a, uh, the hot dog seems a standard, and, but yeah. the popcorn I am a big Although, fan of. you know, the uh, the ball, the Phillies ballpark, the Citizens Bank has a really good, uh, and, and Case, I don't think you're in on this, but the grilled sausage that they make, I find to be fantastic. Like and the peppers and sausage? Pe- peppers and sausage. Peppers I'm doing and Eagles games, actually. Okay. Abba peppers and onions. Abba, yeah, Abba, Abba peppers and onions. onions. Uh, but that, I'll walk past that at the ballpark, and that uh, allures me more than the What uh, was in the Schmitter? Oh, uh, God. Uh, it was a sandwich and, and It was a lot. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot. I can't, I'll never pass up the fettuccine Alfredo at a ball game. <laughs> at a ball game? Yes. Yeah. 
That you is... Get it, gotta get it in the cup, though. Yeah. That's what I was kind of going to say. I actually don't eat at any games because what? it's just such a hassle to wait in line that carrying the food. Your seat is so tiny. There's nowhere to put anything, like so spillage. Hot out there. Just, well, forget about the heat. Oh, my God. I couldn't even finish my pasta. Oh, my God. I went to a Phillies game. It was so hot out. Now, listen, I will find These a... These seats are terrible. It's hot. <laughs> It's boring. <laughs> no, not boring, but it was hot as hell. We had to stand in the shade, and I did search out a good drink. That I'll look for, but food, no, no I don't I need, need to it. get lubed up fast. The people smell bad. They smell bad. They're yeah. saying stupid things. <laughs> what was your drink of choice? <laughs> Nick, I actually found uh, somebody who made a good margarita at the ballpark. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. What section, you remember? Um, It was where, like, the mini store is, not not the uh, big store. Okay. You know, you know, the store inside, like the little one inside? Yeah, it yeah. It was the section, um, like, just in front of that, and the, the little cart was, like, right around there. All right. So Citizens Bank Park will be the first and only sports venue in the world to have the state-of-the-art popcorn machine. Well, I'm going to want to try it then. Because yeah. I am the popcorn aficionado. That you are. All right. Um... I gotta get straight again. Oh God, that sucks. There we go. Order up. Uh, so it was yesterday or the day before was the uh, um, National Junk Food Day. Yesterday. Um, so there's a list uh, that came out with the unhealthiest junk food items in America. Right. Um, and this is like no one really cares, but it's it's um, there's 15 of it's them. It's interesting to see it in the list. I'm going to give you five of them. Yeah. I'm sure I wasn't allowed to have all 15 of them. Um, they give you anal cancer. <laughs> yeah. Really? Hang on a second. Gummy bears? We'll go through the top five. Um, all right. Okay. <laughs> make sure I include 10 in that. Okay. Make it nine. 10 sounds desperate. So sugar sweetened soda is one of the unhealthiest liquid junk foods that you can consume. Yeah, yeah we know. Due to its high fructose uh, content. I've said this before. And uh, I, I treat it sometimes when we have uh, gatherings, we'll get some soda for people who are coming. Yeah. And if they are, uh, if they enjoy that, there'll be a couple of cans lingering around. I will use that as a dessert pressed. And to me right yeah. now, and I used to drink soda all the time mm-hmm. right now, as I've said before, it's so effing sweet. Yeah. The only soda that I will like the sugar soda that I will drink is like a Stewart's orange cream soda. That is a go-to. And then there's, I don't know if it's Boylan's or something. That uh, Yeah, Boylan's. Is it Boylan's? Yeah, they the have black like cherry a, and stuff. There's one that's like a, a caramel apple pie or something. <laughs> it's oh, good. Oh, okay. I know. Uh, no, I'll do ginger ale. That's, ginger uh, ale's great. I, and, Especially and if your tummy hurts. It's super sugary soda, you know, so keep that in mind. Uh, a 16-ounce bottle of soda contains 200 calories and 52 grams of sugar. 52 oh grams God. of sugar. <gasps> Wait, at, least, uh, at least half of which is fructose. Um, and so it has been linked to insulin resistance, belly fat, and increased risk of heart disease. The best diet, um, alternative to the original drink, I think, is Diet Dr. Pepper. Uh, yes. It tastes great. It 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 tastes tastes very much like Dr. Pepper. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up on this list, KFC Famous Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm. Of course, fried chicken is their thing. (laughs) And in recent years, they've added other items to their menu, including chicken pot pies and chicken bowls. Uh, the KFC Famous Bowl contains deep-fried chicken, <laughs> mashed potatoes, corn, gravy, and cheese. It is 710 calories, 82 grams of carbs, and 31 grams of fat, which is pretty standard for a fast food meal. However, deep-frying 
is one of the most unhealthy methods of food preparation. What's more, the ingredients list for the bowl reveals several unhealthy items, including partially hydrogenated oils and corn syrup. You can also request, when you have this, cancerous tumors. Mm. Can I get uh, the cancerous tumors, please, with the uh, nuggets? Do you deep fry those still? Um, All right. The McDonald's Triple Thick Milkshake (laughs) is one of the worst things. Uh, although, I love the McDonald's shakes, but I haven't had one in years. Although the burgers are high in calories, carbs, and fat, their values pale in comparison to those found in certain McDonald's milkshakes. Uh, a large, triple-thick milkshake contains 1,100 calories. <gasps> the oh, my number, God. The number that you would find in two Big Macs. So, in addition, it has 193 grams of carbs, and 135 of that comes from sugar. Is the triple-thick thing a new thing? Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. It sounds like more like a Frosty than Like a Frosty, because we're looking at a picture of it, and I've told you, I nearly was brain dead, rendered brain dead one time when I attempted to drink a Frosty the way one would drink a milkshake, not realizing it's actually a dessert. It has at least three to four times the amount of sugar that you should consume for an entire day. (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, listen. There's something audaciously wonderful about that. Have one, and then don't eat for three or four days. I'll tell you what, when I go for a long bike ride, I you gotta have a few shakes with you. No, but I will eat like a champ the rest of the day because yeah. I mean a two hour bike ride. I'm I'm burning two thousand calories, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm like okay that you know, and, and if you're supposed to consume four or two thousand yeah. calories in a day, well that's now four thousand calories. The best calories, calories to take in are triple shakes. Right? <laughs> you gotta replenish. However, I you know. know, and I hear you. You've earned it once you've done, clocked those hours. I was interested interested in the uh, sugar content of the soda, so I'm just gonna go back to that for a second because I wanted to know like equivalent what it is you know for a packet. Yeah. So it says typically a packet contains two to four grams. So <laughs> there was fifty something yeah. in yeah. In the How soda. many packets of sugar would that be? Right, like twenty five. Over twenty five. Oh yeah, God. <laughs> and maybe, maybe you put one packet of sugar in a in your coffee in, in coffee, the morning, right? Yeah, I do like four or five. Do you really? Oh yeah, yeah. I like it super sweet. You should put the soda in your coffee. I probably should. Oh my God. All right, um, Mrs. Fields cookie cups mm. are also on this list. Uh, in addition to providing a large variety of cookies, the Mrs. Field chain recently added cookie cups to oh, its menu. Oh, what is this? They're a cross between a cookie and a cupcake. Yeah, a cup. <laughs> That's the commercial. <laughs> Again? Yeah, a cup. <laughs> it still works. Cake. <laughs> I heard yeah, that. a cup. I even cup. heard Heard that in a while. <laughs> it haunts me. This was the best couple. Couple. Because it was after this one. Yeah, a couple. You know, the, the first one that you just played now ends with a K somehow. Couple. 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 Nick, do yeah, we hit, it, hit it again. Hang on. Listen. Yeah, a couple. Nah, I hear a couple. Couple. I heard a, 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 a second K at the <laughs> end. Okay. That K might have been this one. Hang on. Couple. Yeah, that's it. That how, how do I add it? That ends with a click. It's a click. It ends with a click. I have to say that that deserves an anniversary acknowledgement because that is such so, so often used on the show. Do you have, we have any idea when that occurred? Uh, no. We were talking about couples retreat, and, and we had had such a field day with yeah, a couple. that when you... Another one? When you did the couple. couple for couples retreat, it was you were so defeated. I just remember you were like, oh, God, why did it have to be that word? <laughs> <laughs> All words. 
Uh, let's see if I can find the. You um... haven't clicked your uh, word in a while. No, no, in a no, long time. Been really good. I think you've gotten past that. You've perfected I had, it. I had surgery. You've decoupled <laughs> something removed from I the back of my throat. Uh, oh, here's the whole couples retreat part. Uh, okay. <laughs> and um, Peter one? Billingsley directed couple couples retreat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I started it. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had our ones. Oh, We've God. all had them. Oh, yes, we have. The pictures were up of the Mrs. Fields. The cookie cups. Cookie cu- they look quite... Did you see them, Kathy? I did, yeah. but you know what? It, it's not like something that you can... Like, I thought maybe you could put ice cream in it. It comes with the frosting, I think, on it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's crossed between a cookie and a cupcake. The dough is cookie-like, but is shaped like a cupcake and generously topped with frosting. Uh, all flavors of cookie cup contain between 460, 470 calories and 56 to 60 grams of carbs, most of which come from refined flour and sugar. However, most concerning is the trans fat content of three grams per cookie cup. It's quite high, particularly at a time when most food manufacturers are removing all trans fats from their products. Yeah, but they're putting more in. All right. And then uh, the top one on this list is the cold is the Cold Stone Mud Pie Moho. Mojo. Wow. <laughs> I was thinking Mojito. Yeah. Mojo. I, they the, call me the Moho. <laughs> uh, the Cold Stone Mud Pie Mojo. Uh, so mix-ins can make the ice cream tastier. They also increase the number of calories, sugar, and fat in a product that's already extremely rich. Many of the creations at Cold Stone would qualify for this list of unhealthiest junk foods, but... Uh, the Mud Pie Mojo made with coffee, ice cream, Oreo cookies, peanut butter, almonds, and chocolate fudge. Sounds good. Deserves a special mention. I love coffee ice cream. It's 1,240 <laughs> calories. Oh, my gosh. 80 grams of fat, 123 grams of carbs, 105 grams of which are sugar. So... Someone who's eating smartly would have no more than two at a sitting, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know, speaking of ice cream... Uh, I was there was a list I came upon this morning when I was doing some uh, prep work that was um, asked people what uh, from their childhood what what product they'd like to have come back and somebody mentioned an ice cream that I had completely forgotten about that I loved when I was a kid. Do you right. guys remember a flavor called Heavenly Hash? I do. Oh yeah, yeah. I it's very popular. Loved yeah. Heavenly what, Hash. What was and it? I guess it doesn't exist anymore. Was it Ben and Jerry's or no? It's no. No, it was, okay. was, was pre Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. It was a cross. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, ice cream. Yeah. It was like a. It was like a Rocky Road. Like anybody can make Rocky Road. Or you Road. take hashish. So no, you take uh, chocolate ice cream. It's got uh, a little bit of uh, marshmallow ribbon in it. Um, chocolate chips and chocolate covered almonds. Mm. Rocky Road. <laughs> uh, I loved it. I would love to have some now, but I don't know if you can make it. I don't know any place that makes Is it. Is it a whole bunch of we're seeing them up here listed? Uh, but do those still exist? I assume yeah. these are fairly Everything contemporary. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Looks like it's in the. Is this the Amazon market? Yeah, there's a Briars up there. Okay. Um, so you were talking about that uh, Cold Stone one, Preston, and that one. I think the the cone that features that. Um, is one of those types of things that looks better to me than when I actually taste it. The, the chocolate-covered cone or, like, a pretzel cone or whatever. Like, yeah. I, I'll see those, and I think, oh, I want that. And then I realize... I don't Not want really, that. no. I, you I, know what? Standard cone, standard sugar yes. cone is fine for me. I, I prefer even the cake cone, which is yeah. a little less flavor. I, you know, I, I don't... I realize I don't like waffle cones. Oh, uh, what? I know. <laughs> I do, I do like a... I don't care for them. I, I think they take away from the ice cream. Do you think because they have a sweet taste themselves? Yeah, you don't need it. I want the ice cream to be 
what's making me happy. The star. Yeah, yeah the star. Well, and you, 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 want, get, you want that to be working the magic in your mouth. And right. I understand that, but you get more ice cream and a waffle cone, so... That, that's the, the thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, you, you let me ask you. Here, I'll tell you no, the difference. Sarahly. You want the difference no. right out? You want it straight, bro? <laughs> when you get a waffle cone, you can eat... You usually eat that with a spoon. Right? A lot of people eat a waffle cone with a spoon because it's a bigger, wider maw. You can. Like a great white shark. I don't even get a cone. I just, I saw In your hands? Like, yeah. No, a cup. That's it. A cup. Yeah. Yeah, a cup. Yeah. I think a cup is um, the wrong way to go, Kathy. Why? Because, because uh, you never get all of the ice cream out of the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> You're bone. right. When you have a cone, <laughs> you eat, the whole you eat every thing. bit of ice cream that has been served to you. <laughs> Do you know who loved it in, in uh, a cup? Uh, Hitler. Hitler. I yeah. knew it. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, it's a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cop place is a heavily hat. Those are messy. Uh, not if you eat quickly. Yeah. They're not messy at all. That's the tough part, though, Kathy. If it is a rather warm day, yeah, forget I'll, it. I'll opt for uh, maybe like today. A cup. A cup. Yeah, a cup. Uh, yeah, a cup. Because it, like a cup. when it immediately yeah, starts uh, dripping down on your fingers and everything, you have to, you got to eat fast. Yeah. And it kind of sucks. Yeah. Because you, you, you gobble it all up before you, you get a chance. <laughs> you to don't really get to savor it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When it's all between your fingers. Don't gobble so quickly. Like you know, so then I, it ends up on your chest. Ice cream isn't my choice. Like, I know, like, you love it, Preston. And I have a friend who, like, that is just, like, her all-time favorite, even if just a tiny bit. Like, she'll have, to me, I could, I can pass On ice cream? On ice cream? Yeah. Wow. Ooh, what, then what is your go-to? What, can, what like, dessert would, can you not pass up? Liver. I would rather, like, a cookie or a brownie. Mm. Right. The only time I can't do ice cream is if I'm, uh, like, uh, uh, consuming alcohol, I don't prefer yes, to. I totally. don't prefer to mix right. those two. So, you know, uh, Too much sugar. Well, no, just, I just your bourbon ice cream is the, your favorite ice cream. Yeah, but that's not. It's not the flavor. I don't. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I don't want them. Mixing, I don't want them mixing in my stomach. I'm, if I'm drinking you. beer. There's no way I'm having ice cream. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. with you. Uh, hang on a second. Uh, Jackie just moved to Florida. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. Jackie, Jackie are you there? How are you guys? Good, Jackie. We couldn't hear you. So you just moved to Florida? I did. I am in South Florida. Oh, nice. Well, thanks for listening to us. You you from uh, Philly, I guess? Yes, I am. South Philly. All right. And what did you want to share with us? So my mom's favorite ice cream is Heavenly Hash. I haven't seen it in 20 years. Yeah. Went into a Publix grocery store. Their brand of ice cream, they had Heavenly Hash. Heavenly Hash? No way. Um, Yes, I was shocked. And you hadn't seen it in 20 years? Oh, at least 20 years. All right. So then maybe there's something to it. Why don't you pop some in an envelope? (laughs) Yes, and it's hotter up there than it is down here. So I know. Until it gets to you. That's crazy. All right. Well, thank you for continuing to listen, Jackie. We appreciate that. Thank you, Jackie. Sorry to bother you at work. No, no. Have a nice flight. We'll see you later. All right. (laughs) By the way, uh, we can bring something back. I want pudding pops. I love. Are they gone? They're delicious. I, I don't know where they are. I think everything associated with him is gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frosty confetti. What, what happened? I didn't really like pudding. Oh, oh, I loved. I, I preferred. Uh, Why is everyone down on me? I preferred fudgicles over that. Uh, fudgicles is whatever you call them. Fudgicles. <laughs> fudgicles. So the the vanilla chocolate. Uh, Pudding pops was I could go I, I could finish I could do this all, I could finish it all I could do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Casey's version of Captain yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. Pudding pops. I could eat this whole <laughs> box all day. Yeah. I was a sucker for 
those and then also Bonkers. And Bonkers were just like Starburst, except they tasted better. Oh, I remember I those. would do. So my dad had yeah. a couple of change jars on the tra- top of his dresser. One had pennies in it, and then the other one was all silver. And I pillaged that, and I would go up to Rita's, which is a little corner store, and I would buy, like, five packs of Bonkers, and then I would go, uh, dude, this is how, like, bad I was. I would go onto my neighbor's garage roof, and right. I would just eat, like, five packs of Bonkers. bonkers? You're like yeah. a junkie. I was like a junkie. You were dude, I, I swear to God. Like, yes. Would you ever get Pudhoffers? <laughs> no. Delish. <laughs> Pudhoffers. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> They don't make bonkers anymore, do they? Uh, I think they do. Nick is going to look that up now. He's found old, old, old bonkers uh, TV commercials. There is a, a huge crate full of bonkers stored in Carlsbad Caverns. Their, their, <laughs> their ad campaign, Casey, was bonks you out again? Okay. Uh, I, I guess Go bonk yourself. Yeah. com. Oh, out of stock there. Yeah, the um, there's they, a the, the supply chain. They were better than uh, they were better than Starburst and like and it, I mean Laffy Taffy was also really really good, but like Bonkers just for some reason, man, that it, it spoke to me, Steve. <laughs> Get you where you lived. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, I think we need to wrap up the connoisseur segment yes. uh, for now, as we have some other things. Some to good do. memories. But on the heels of this and continuing the good food vibes. Uh, let's give away a $50 gift card for Wild Witch. You're going to love it. Burgers by Wild Witch this morning, and they're located at uh, 2308 Concord Pike in Wilmington, and they're wonderful. Uh, so we'll take caller number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. You can choose their uh, from their famous Smash and Grab Burgers. Uh, that are all under music genres. So if you choose a rock, smash, and grab, you'll get your burger with bacon, lettuce, tomato, and mayo. There's all different kinds of cool burgers that they I have. I had the country. Available. It was great. Yep, and I had the pop, and uh, they got a bunch of them. So let's take that 18th caller, set you up. We'll take a break. Come back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. I failed to mention this in uh, The Connoisseur, so I'm going to bring this up now. Marissa brought in a uh, beer. Uh, Levante. Is it Levante or Levant Brewing? I'm not sure. Uh, they have the I Heart Philly IPA. And uh, the label art on it is a, a bedroom theme, okay? So on in the bedroom, uh, you'll see things like on the pillow, uh, the pillowcases the, from the love statue. Yeah. Uh, outside the window, you can see Boathouse Row. Uh, there is a Rocky poster. There's a Boys to Men poster. There's a, a Jim's cheesesteak sitting out. Uh, there's a, you know, a swoop doll. But there's a couple references to... WMMR on here. Oh. There's a 93.3 bumper sticker on the headboard of the bed, and there is a little file down here that says Bizarre on it. Whoa. So it's the Bizarre oh, File. Reference cool. to the Preston and Steve show. That's really nice. And the artist's name is Zach Wummer. Oh. And, yes. Yeah. I know who Zach is. How do you know Zach? We, we all know who Zach is. It's uh, Jinx's, intern Jinx's husband. Okay. Rachel. Got it. Yes. Uh, so the he, well, he did the label art. Yes, and uh, he's a huge fan. He's, he's a big, uh, he's a great artist and a fan of Preston Steve, a fan of, fan of MMR. His now oh. wife used to work here, uh, so that's a nod to I, us. I gave her her nickname through Zach, exactly. accidentally. Yeah, so uh, that's really cool. 
Yeah, because he had said my wife in this release, he said my wife, uh, Rachel, interned for President Steve, so MMR will always have a place in my heart. But I didn't know it was that Rachel. Yes. <gasps> that's so cool. That's so awesome. So that's uh, we now this. And Marissa, is it Levante Brewing? That's how you pronounce Okay, good. Uh, so it's the I Heart Philly IPA, if you want to check that out. I'll put this in our shirts and craft. Uh, yes, uh, shirts and crafts uh, section. By the way, Ryan uh, Ryan from uh, Jeopardy. What's, what's his last name again? Long. Long. Yeah, I was right. Okay, uh, he um, he uh, was very impressed with your um, museum, Preston. Oh, really? Yeah, shirts right. and crafts. Feel free to send your homemade Preston and Steve art uh, to me, and maybe it'll find a, uh, a home in the shirts and crafts section. It's got to be kind of small. It can't be like a real big, giant, you We know, might have to expand. Life-size bust of uh, of uh, Kathy or anything yeah, like we that. we might have to ask Kathy <laughs> to give up her desk. Yeah, so, anyway, uh, I just thought I'd point that out. All right. Um, in the meantime, let's do the Bizarre File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by... Uh, Valley Forge Tourism and Convention Board celebrate Crave Montco Month this July. Enjoy mm-hmm. discounts, free cocktails, and special menus. Uh, visit CraveMontcoMonth.com for all the details. So while scientists in the U.K. are spending their time trying to combat climate change, it appears that there is a far simpler solution to the crisis than we may have thought. Carbon capture technology, offshore wind, and nuclear power have all been on the list of the experts but they should have just looked at getting two frogs to marry each other. Oh, that's wonderful. A group of people in the Indian city of Gorakhpur, which has been subjected to intense heat and lack of rainfall, performed a ritual to please the rain god Lord Indra. Uh, The group found two frogs and forced them to marry each other. Organizers said that it is uh, is a time-tested belief that frog weddings are held to bring rains. Uh, the spokesperson said, cry. Uh, said we had a long dry spell and farmers in particular are upset over the delay in the sewing paddy. We need a frog wedding. Uh, despite struggling to keep the new, <laughs> the newlywed couple together, hundreds turned out to watch the event, which involved a group of priests chanting as well as a big celebration meal afterwards. Concerning the issue of the environmental impact, I propose another frog wedding. Uh, now, the question is, did it work? Absolutely. Yesterday, a severe rainfall alert was issued for ah! several parts of the country. You mock the frog wedding. Mock? Yeah. yeah. Uh, despite temperatures yeah. despite temperatures being around 95 degrees all week, constant rain showers are predicted with a humidity of around 84%. So, and uh, as to fighting inflation with a durable daisy chain, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Clearly, these things work. Two U.S. US tourists were injured by a crocodile at Mexico's Puerto Vallarta Resort when one went swimming in the ocean at night and the other went in the water to help him. Mm. Uh, The Civil Defense Office said the first American suffered bites to his legs, arm, abdomen, and chest. Uh, The second who went in the water to help suffered a wound to his hand. Was this water the the ocean? Um, I assume it was. Are Are there crocodiles in the ocean? Off of Puerto Vallarta? I don't know. They do have... Puerto Vallarta is is a coastal... (laughs) Right? Yeah, the officer said uh, both men were given first aid of the scene, and it said both men were from Colorado, but did not specify the hometown. Colorado's in America, right? Crocodiles are a not infrequent sight in the coastal wetlands and shores of the Pacific Coast Resort of Puerto Vallarta. I had no idea. I didn't know that either until I saw that uh, yesterday. 
Well, he stands seven feet tall. He has a giant yellow face and has become a huge breakout star at the World Athletics Championships with his crowd-pleasing antics. But there were few smiles to be seen as Hay- at Hayward Field on Monday evening when police were called after the head of the legend of Bigfoot, the official mascot in Eugene, was stolen by an accredited photographer. Uh, it came just hours after Bigfoot had spent hours going through his repertoire of tricks that included forward rolling down 30 stairs, bathing in the steeplechase water in a rubber dinghy, and dancing and high-fiving a crowd. This is a lame Bigfoot. Shortly after the theft, videos emerged on social media showing unidentified men joking as they played around with Bigfoot's yellow head. However, they were no longer laughing when police tracked down the culprit with the help of security footage and another photographer. Has Bigfoot ever been uh, 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 described as yellow? No. This is an abomination. Uh, Organizers stated, we can confirm that an accredited photographer was removed from Hayward Field in connection to the investigation of a theft at the venue. This is now a police matter. We don't have any further comments at this time. But they got Bigfoot's head back. A Battle Creek police sergeant's effort to add a bit of humor by showing up in an ongoing neighborhood complaint in a Batman mask (laughs) fell flat. In a recent video, Sergeant Chad Fickle is shown wearing a Batman mask while responding to residents, uh, Justin Schott's report of a complaint. And it's the Batman mask that has the the ears that point up really high in the front. Okay, yeah. Schott said that he had repeated confrontations with an individual attempting to deny his legal deeded access to his docks. Tell me, am I getting fired? The spring of 2021. uh, (laughs) Schott has documented his uh, interactions with the individual and police in a series of 50-plus videos posted on his personal YouTube uh, channel. Uh, Shots previously called Officer Fickle a, quote, wannabe Batman in one of his YouTube videos Uh following a court hearing where he claimed that Fickle and other officers testified against him during the hearing. And so the officer shows up. Fickle's filming him when he walks up, and he says, after you labeled me as Batman in your last rant, I decided to bring some levity into the situation since you've made a mockery of the entire justice system with this. Mock? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Police confirmed they had been responding to a se- <laughs> to a series of complaints uh, between landowners in the area since March of last year. Police said Fickle's use of the mask served as an attempt to insert humor into the longstanding civil dispute. I could see if you're... Uh, I get the nature of what he's doing, but maybe you save that for like, um, like yeah. a picnic or something. Not or... an actual call. Right. Yeah. So the police chief said, as much as we value creative responsive in all, responses in all situations, uh, Sergeant Fickles... I heard there was a murder-suicide here. I'm wearing a mask. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Well-intended action was done in poor judgment and was disappointing. So uh, as is with all police... Did they take his utility belt? Uh, the case will be reviewed and addressed. I don't know about that. All right, and then finally, we have time for one more story. And you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to end on a bad one even though. Uh, uh, but hang on a second here. Yeah. Um, a 911 call led to a horrific discovery at a Florida condo. Police responded to the Paradise Cove condominium Sunday after a 911 caller reported seeing blood seeping from inside the home. Oh, my Like, God. they saw it outside of the house. They saw blood seeping out. That's a lot of blood. Three people were found dead inside. A 37-year-old man, 32-year-old woman, and a third victim whose age was not provided. 
A gun was found in the bedroom. Detectives are calling the shooting a domestic dispute. Officers said that there was no forced entry into the home and all victims lived at the condo. But it's just messed up that somebody had walked by and seen blood coming out of it and they notified the police. Uh, so the medical examiner is working to determine the official cause of death, and obviously an investigation is underway. I'm guessing loss of blood was one of the reasons. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Okay, so as we take a break, let's give away another gift card. Uh, we'll take call number 17-215-263-WMMR. This is for Burgers by Wild Witch. So good. Uh, which will be one of the three food trucks serving the BMW Championship, uh, the first PGA event ever in Delaware, August 16th through the 21st. So... Uh, we'll set you up, and don't forget that you can take your $50 gift card and head to 2308 Concord Pike in Wilmington, Delaware, or find their food truck and use it, and their information is available at wildwitch.com. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay there. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Football is back, and this Eagles season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2023 Eagles season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 1021, you uh, you ain't just whistling Dixie, Dixie, sir. I couldn't think of a nice little phrase to yes. say there until the last second. Can't say um, when people whistle Dixie all willy-nilly. Stop with that whistling Dixie, you know, all the time. <laughs> You're not just whistling, Dixie. No. I wonder what the what the even the, the origin of that is. Yeah, some of these little phrases, these little. You, the old usually goes back to the crucifixion. Does it really? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Maybe uh, somebody, maybe Barabbas was whistling, <laughs> Dixie. Uh, we're, well, Nick is looking up yeah. now. Right. Uh, I was just whistling Dixie. Yeah, refers. It, it, wait, uh, whistling Dixie, which refers to studied carelessness. Comes from the song that originated in minstrel shows from the South uh, and from which the South takes its nickname. But if you say someone ain't just whistling Dixie, it means you're not, they're not kidding around. Okay. Yeah, uh, I knew that, but I don't yeah. know where the origin of it is. Well, if it comes from a minstrel show, we uh, don't want to do that. No, exactly. So I don't know. It's bad. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, let's uh, just let this one go. We can let that one go. We can move on to other. Why'd things. you even bring it up, Kathy? <laughs> That's something Bill would do. <laughs> totally deflected to Kathy. <laughs> but you were laughing harder you than everyone else. You laughed a little bit harder than everyone else. By the way, those words actually came out of his mouth one day. <laughs> I got in trouble because I laughed the hardest. And you weren't even. Like, it was, it was just, yes, but your laugh was heartier than uh, everyone else's. <laughs> Love it. You're right, Bill. That calls for discipline. All right. Lesson question time. We are going to give away as a prize pair of tickets as MMR rocks Roger Waters. This is not a drill tour. Saturday, August 6th at the Wells Fargo Center. The question this morning is what kind of a train follows the regular train? (laughs) 215 263. 
WMMR. You get to say almost the same thing for a plane, but what kind of train follows the regular train? 215-263-WMMR. Call us now. We will do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Red Robin. Hungry for a juicy gourmet burger with bottomless steak fries and a nice cold beer from Red Robin? Enjoy your yummy at your local Red Robin today. Red Robin. Yum. I, <laughs> I didn't even ask you guys to do that. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Gwyneth Paltrow telling Sunday Today that she doesn't feel bad about stepping away from acting. Said the Oscar-winning actress, quote, Thanks to Goop, I'm able to spend my days looking for exciting new ways to market my cooch thing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lady Gaga's choreographer Richard Richie Jackson is being accused by ten former dancers of creating a toxic workplace. The final straw came during one rehearsal when Jackson demanded what was described as an excessive amount of booty pops. Wow. Painful those can be. And finally, interesting, according to ABC, two cast members have been added to Grey's Anatomy's upcoming and final season. Producers say season 19 will begin with a two-hour episode in which we will meet Meposian neurosurgeon Dr. Bartokamus and Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood trash. Alrighty, we'll see if someone knows the answer to this. So, uh, what kind of train follows regular train? 215-263-WMMR. It is Michael we go to. Hey, Michael, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Michael. Hi, Mike. What kind of train... What kind of train follows a regular train? That'd be the luggage train. Luggage train, yes. You got it. Hang on, Michael. Uh, We have a pair of tickets as MMR rocks. Roger Waters. This is not a drill tour. Saturday, August 6th, Wells Fargo Center. Tickets for both shows, August 5th and 6th, are on sale now. Complete details available at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we'll start with this. You, too, will be spotlighted at this year's Kennedy Center Honors. How about that? The John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts announced Thursday that the 22-time Grammy winners, along with actor George Clooney... Singers Gladys Knight and Amy Grant. Amy Grant! My now, girlfriend. Gladys Knight plus Pips or just Gladys Knight? It just Knight? says Gladys Knight. Right. And composer Tania Leon will be honored in December. Uh, it is a rare occasion that an entire band is among the honorees. Though U2 is in the company of Earth, Wind & Fire. They were the most recent group. That was in 2019. The Eagles were honored in 2016. And Led Zeppelin. If in- you need any clear proof that... In the world of honors, the Kennedy Center, the pips don't mean squat. And you have it here tonight. Led Zeppelin was uh, uh, honored in 2012. Uh, Kennedy Center President Deborah Rudder said that she was told uh, that Bono was eating and was so surprised he dropped his fork when he was told that the band had been selected for this Lifetime Achievement Award. I was eating what they call a squaggle. A squaggle? Which is a square bagel. Oh. I just... <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's laughing in the... Kathy's here laughing on stage. <laughs> I can reverb. I can hear her in the reverb. <laughs> I'm on stage with him. <laughs> a squaggle? That's right. It's a square... Because you can't have everything round. <laughs> you got to break convention. 
Squiggles or was it? Co- Coffee was the place that sold Squiggles. I thought you were making it up. I didn't make it up. Okay. It's real. And you should know that. You should know about baked goods and such. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Coffee fan? Absolutely. That's Is- why I have this little basket on the front of my mobility scooter. <laughs> Is that what with you, without you, with or without you is about? Absolutely. About squiggles? I, 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 I'm with you if you're eating squiggles, and I'm without you if you're eating bagels. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> I mean, all this time. You this whole time. Know. That's weird. That's it. yeah. It's like slide and smile. Oh. This isn't a song about revolution. It's a song about Jewish food. <laughs> So you're with me if, if you're, you're eating squiggles, but without me, if you're eating bagels. If we're eating bagels, okay. We're See, to live by. I actually like the squiggles. They were actually uh, they were good uh, good for sandwiches. Okay. Oh. I wonder you how can't they find a coffee anywhere. Yeah, they, they're hard to find. Their co- their concept changed, and then oh. what happened? I don't Where'd know. Where'd they go? There was one down in uh, off the main line near the Krog. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Irish bar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell me about what you think I was doing there. <laughs> Can't live my life in, in a constant bagel-induced fog. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing there? <laughs> He's drowning his sorrows because they the yeah. cause he closed next door. I, I'd be upset. Yeah. This is the 45th year for the Kennedy Center Honors, which will include a gala performance December 4th in Washington featuring top entertainers, and the show will be broadcast on CBS at a later date. They're always good yeah. Uh, events. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne has posted a teaser on social media featuring a snippet of his new collaboration with Black Sabbath co-founder Tony Iommi. It's called Degradation Rules. Uh, the track which drops today is second pull from Ozzy's upcoming Patient Number no. 9 album, set for release on September 9th. In addition to Iommi, uh, Patient Number no. 9 will feature guest spots by such legendary players as Chad Smith, Jeff Beck, Duff McKagan, Zach Wilde, Mike McCready. Wow. Josh Homme and Robert Chuilo. So, so that the, that song we, the, the what is what is the one we're playing? Patient number nine. It was it was the title track. It's pretty good. It's good. I agree. Five Finger Death Punches. Ivan Moody is the latest band member to admit that uh, he to having an alcohol related near death experience. Mm. While now sober for more than four years, Moody said his sobriety was a result of him. Uh, being dead in his home with his Jeez. daughter present for several minutes due to alcohol withdrawal. Could you imagine that? Moody recently said, uh, I'd been on a bender for about two years, and I'd gone four days without drinking in an oh. entire year, which is ridiculous. So for four days, I locked myself inside the house, and the fourth day my daughter came over, and I went to hand her a glass of water, and that's all I remember. Uh, he said, if you quit drinking without the right medications and whatever else, you will die. And that's what happened. I was dead for about three and a half minutes, and I became part of something while I was there. Uh, I say there because I was not in this shell, and for the first time in my existence, I felt peace, he said. Mm. Uh, Moody said his daughter's crying voice woke him up, and he had a defibrillator on his chest. He explained her voice pulled me back, and that was the wake-up call for me. I had a friend of mine who died from withdrawal from uh, the withdrawal itself. Uh, a lot of people do do not well. Read. It was a complication from yeah, it. and and uh, yeah, he didn't make. It. I didn't find out because we had lost touch years before. You're sort of you're later. jerking your body in the other direction, basically. Yeah. So if you are, uh, if you've got a real real problem, make sure you seek uh, professional help for that. Taylor Hawk period of like two or three days. Once I switched from round bagels to square, it got really dicey, Kristen. I'm sure. We needed help. Really bad. 
Uh, Taylor Hawkins is but one of rock's many drum legends, showcased in the new documentary called Let There Be Drums. Filmmaker Justin Krutisman, uh, the son of Grateful Dead uh, drummer Bill Krutisman, Krutisman. Uh, and uh, Pete Townsend's official documentarian for nearly two decades has inked a deal with Greenwich Entertainment and the North American rights to the film, which will hit theaters on October 28th. Is this the third drum documentary? We had the one before. Uh, yeah, there's been a few. Yeah. But the most recent one, I forgot to call uh, the name of it, but it was really good. Uh, drummers featured in the doc uh, demonstrating their love of, of, and technique are Ringo Starr, Stuart Copeland, Mickey Hart, uh, Stephen Perkins, Chad Smith, Matt Sorum, and uh, Mandy Moon, the only child of the late, great Keith Moon. Uh, so, um, obviously. I didn't know Mandy Moon was a drummer. I didn't know that either. All right, and uh, Nick, you wanted me to mention the Marcus Mumford show. Yeah, you mentioned uh, that Marcus was kind of going out on his own, so there's not going to be the and sons anymore. And um, I didn't know that they were coming to town, but they are. So Marcus Mumford is going to be in Philly in November. It's November 3rd, and tickets went on sale. Uh, go on sale next Friday, July 29th at 10 a.m., and that show is going to be at the Met, which is a great place for that. I bet that'd be a good show. Yeah. Uh, he is the curator of the music for Ted Lasso. Correct, yeah. Great musician. And he, uh, the opening band is the A's. Uh, and I don't know the A's very well, but it's a Philly band. Pierre knows them very well, and uh, so that should be an interesting lineup. Hey! Nice. That's it. That's the lead singer. All right, and that is all I have in music news. We have a final break to take and a final... Do I have one more? I think I have one more of these. Mm. A $50 uh, gift card. Do we have any of those left? Uh, for we left? have to. Burgers by yeah, Wild Bunch. One. Yeah, one more. Call it 10. Yours, 215-263-WMMR. Burgers by Wild Witch. Let's get you on board. They are located in Wilmington, Delaware. And you can check out all the information about them on wildwitch.com. Their burgers are fabulous. They really are. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Preston and Steve Show. About ready to wrap for the week, which is great because I have a date with Dr. Mike's finger in just a little while. Why would you do that on a Friday? uh, Because he likes it that way. He does. Who cares what he likes? I know. But you know what? You know what I did? You guys are really going to love this. Okay. Last night, in preparation for this, I groomed myself. (laughs) Did you? Yeah, you got to present nice. I'm thinking of him. It's like you brush your teeth before you go to the dentist, don't you? Yep. He's going to be poking around everywhere. Did you bleach your anus? No, I didn't do that. I didn't do anything to the butt. Do you know anybody that's ever done that? The the anal bleaching, yes. Mm -hmm. You do? Yeah. Man. That's taking it to another level. Bleaching? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess people do it for porn and stuff. I've waxed it, but I've right. never bleached it. I use wood polish. Why did you wax uh, sure. your Old leather. Uh, we did it on the We show. did it on the air. Live on the air. I was think I it was here? No. Uh, no, I was at Y100. It hurt, right? Oh. Uh, no, What? Um, the butthole didn't hurt. Uh, <laughs> the The only part that really, really hurt was um, the, the above the pubic area, like the, oh. the lower, lower belly hair. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah. The, uh, the, that's pretty sensitive. 
When you uh, when you groom yourself in that general area, have you, have you ever nicked yourself? Oh, many oh times. Oh my I was god! Shocked that I didn't do it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Had a nice clean performance. I was pretty you proud should, of myself. You can get the laser hair done if you wanted. I don't. No, I don't want it gone for oh, good. Okay. All right. No, well, no. Gee, you just said you're groomed. I don't know. It's groomed. I did, by the way, I didn't take it all the way down okay. to bare skin. I, I just trimmed it. it up. Good for you. When you bleed out of that area, though, oh, my God. Not fun. Not fun. Mm -mm. Not at all. So I hope Dr. Mike appreciates it. Tell me, does your pubic area bleed? (laughs) It will. He appreciates the the lengths I go to. Of course he does. I would like to thank Rich Voss for being here this morning. Rich is performing at Punchline tonight and tomorrow, and it was nice to hang with him. You can go to punchlinephilly.com and get your tickets. And I would also like to thank Burgers by Wild Witch. Had two of them this morning. Uh, and they were fan freaking tastic. Which ones did you have? Uh, I had the pop burger and the rock burger. And yeah. Nick, did you? What you have? I had a crab cake. Oh, they nice. make they make they make awesome burgers, delicious burgers, but they make other stuff too. And they asked me what I would like, and I saw a crab cake on the menu, and so they made one for me, which is really they nice. Made me the hot dog. It was I think it's called a uh, hangover really? hangover dog. Nice. Who's <laughs> good? Excellent. Kath, do you have anything today or no? Uh, I tried the French fry. Okay. <laughs> French fry? Just one it French was, fry? It one was, French fry. It was good. I uh, no, had I one French fry. Well, actually half of a French fry. And they actually traveled pretty well. Yeah. Like, you know how fries never really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they were actually sure. making... They had they were making the burgers fresh downstairs. So yeah. if that maybe that's what, yeah. why it was. Okay. Uh, so we thank them. We thank uh, Wild Witch. You can go to wildwitch.com. Burgers by Wild Witch. Uh, and it was a wonderful way to end the work week. Uh, we're about ready to hand things over to Pierre Robert, who will handle the reins from here on out. How you doing, man? They made me nothing. They made you nothing? Yeah. Oh. But um, there's nothing like a nothing burger. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Man. You know, that's what they, when you get shut out in a uh, in a sporting contest, that's called a nothing burger? Ah, uh, yeah. yeah you, I think I you knew. came up with it. Oh, yeah. And then exactly. John Madden was like, yeah. I'm going to steal that. Me and Johnny burger. came up with that back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We were doing touchbacks, and then I told him. <laughs> yeah. Touchbacks. Touchbacks. Uh-huh. What the f*** was he talking about? <laughs> Often said, never spoken. <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to do the letter of the day, right? I think it would be good. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. H as in hilarious. All right, H, and we'll take call number six at 215-263-WMMR. You need to know the word in order to win the prize. Uh, so give us a call right now, and we'll see if we can get you on and set you up with that. Uh, some fun stuff in store for today. Very fun stuff today. Um, but I just noticed one thing about the program today. Ah, okay. I just wanted to comment on, if I could. Please. I just was noticing that Kathy was laughing louder than yeah. just about everybody you, else. You upset by it a little bit? Well, it, I don't know. Did it I just, offend you? It really, it hurt me yeah. more than offended me. It just, it hurt in, in a certain way. It calls for disciplinary action. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I'm, I'm not going to fight you on that. All right, good. All right. All right. Now, on the program today, we will have workforce blocks that include Aerosmith and Foo Fighters and Hailstorm and Pretty Reckless and Lilith Azar. Not an easy name to say, even now. And the warning. And uh, all in honor of their show, which is coming uh, to Montage Mountain, I believe, this weekend. So we will uh, do that. I, I've come to love that band, The Warning. Uh, yeah, they're cool. They're great. They were they were so sweet 
yeah. nice and fun. And then when they plug in and turn it on, they just rock hard. Man. So they've got the voices, man. Oh my god! Especially yeah. again, Pierre. All three of them together couldn't weigh more than 150 pounds, wow. but, but they blow the place out. Yep, so cool. All right, uh, we're looking for caller number six, and that is Sam. So we say good morning, Sam. Hello. Hi, Sam. You're on the air. How you doing, buddy? All right. Good, man. How are you? Good. All right. Word of the week. What is it? It's fish. Yes. Fish is correct, Sam, and fish is what you get. We have a pair of VIP weekend tickets to attend all three fish concerts on the beach in Atlantic City. August 5th, 6th, and 7th. And the VIP experience that we will set you up with includes a dedicated venue entrance, access to the foundation viewing area, early admission onto the field, limited early merch shopping, an event's merchandise gift, and an invitation to the lounge with seats to relax, unique food and beverage offerings, and water refill stations. So you're covered, my man. Awesome. Thank you so much. You bet. Hang on. We'll get your information. Don't forget the tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster, and you can grab those and be good to go. Thank you to our sponsors. Today's program has been brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. Acme, the official grocery store of the Preston and Steve Show. And by Trinity Rehab, locations all over and now open in King of Prussia. Trinity dash rehab dot com all right uh next week on this program uh we have uh oh yeah we're gonna have uh the go-go's clark griswold cousin eddie <laughs> russ and audrey because we're on vacation <laughs> so that's why oh. uh so just a heads up uh the the go-go's do a song called yes. vacation don't you know all right listen have a safe wonderful weekend friend ray john have a good one and we will see you later bye-bye <laughs> 